and welcome to Android's Amazing Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Hunter Van Lerup, and I'm joined by my Batman, James Santana. <laughs> I don't know why I said why it like that. Shit? <laughs> Yo, I, we have to definitely have to talk about how you introduce things and talk about things. Like that whole thing yesterday. Hey man, seduction of the innocent. Ant, I need help. HR, please. <laughs> oh wait, James is HR. I am HR. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, joint James Santana. <clears throat> We're brought to you by Android's Amazing Comics down in Sable, New York. James, I want to talk about Nightwing. Go ahead, man. He's finally fucking back. I'm right. super excited. So let's let's <laughs> let's let's clear that up. So he's coming back in September first. That's his first official reintroduction as Nightwing amidst the Joker War right. stuff. In issue seventy one that came out last week, we know and then the annual this week, yes. we know he's kind of Nightwing. He's, but he's under the control of the Joker. Joker, and he's being called Dicky Boy right now. Yeah, this whole thing is scary. Annoying. At least we're past Rick. We're getting, yeah, pa- we're getting, getting rid past of Rick. Rick I'm glad. And so Nightwing is coming back. He's been on all the covers. He's art. He's going to be in metal apparently, but that's not canon to what's going on right now. No, it's not canon right now. But he is on the cover of Justice League, uh, the metal tie-in. It's him, yeah. Detective Chimp, Lex, because it's Lex and him, Lex and Nightwing forming a new Justice League in. The, yeah, because they were part of the Gotham. Whatever. Because metal Nightwing is. was part of the Gotham Resistance, yeah. and so was Detective Chimp and all yes. that stuff. So, uh, but I mean, like yeah. for uh, metal, we will talk about metal yeah. later. But um, in the metal universe, like it's there, Justice League within there. It's actually they mention it in metal. Yeah. So finally, Nightwing's back after probably a year and a half of. Decent storytelling, but bad Nightwing. Yeah, again, I, my base. I did was, like the the reign of the Nightwings. Yeah, that was awesome. They were cool, but I wish they didn't. I, I think if his name wasn't Rick and he wasn't an Edge Lord, I think I'd be okay with it. If his name was Rich and he just didn't know he was Nightwing, but he was still like he knew. Like I forget who wrote the original Rebirth story. I want to say Tim Seeley. Okay. Um, I don't remember. So. When Dick is dating Sean, he's he yeah. owns a gym. He's working out with yes. his friends. Are we talking about this before? And he's still yeah, all the time, and he's still tied up with um some of the agent. 30, 37 stuff yeah. and the spiral stuff. That was my favorite Rebirth Nightwing because he he did what he he did what he was doing. Yeah, he he's an acrobat, so of course he would teach personal. He would do personal <laughs> gym teaching stuff. Like he did boxing stuff. Now he's like some street rat who drives a taxi because he doesn't know who he is. Sure, whatever. But I wish it was just Richie or Rich or just Richard, and he was working as a gym guy still. Again, the biggest I problem just, the biggest problem with the run I think the people had is yes, the it's written Rick, really well. It's the Rick thing, but I've always said the biggest thing they should have done was that Rain of the Nightwings thing. Make it where Dick either either you make Dick completely amnesic and he doesn't remember at all being Nightwing, or you make it where he's pretending not to know that he's Nightwing. But and he's training these guys to replace him so he can live a different life. Yeah, which is what I wish which we was, got. But we got. I he don't. Was, he was completely amnesiac for two issues. Then he was like, "I don't remember everything, but I get nightmares and glimpses. And when I fall off buildings, I know how to recover and not die." I, and I, I don't like, mind that. I, I don't. It, want, it makes sense. It makes like sense. Like you yes. have, it's muscle memory. Yeah, and he talks I don't about mind that. that. My biggest problem is when they made him like half amnesiac. Like he knew where the night, where his Nightwing's like safe house was. And yeah. he burned all his suits. I'm I like, think that was. Christopher Priest who wrote the beginning of that and then Dan Jurgens took over when Dan Jurgens took over it got a lot better I don't like the fact that he was he went back to like he was like I don't I'm not part of this Batman family thing and that's really what the entire run was because yeah, Batgirl I, shows up and Damien shows up and they're trying to talk to him and he's like I don't hey know I don't remember was. you guys yeah. please leave me but alone clearly, I don't, I'm not tied to but this but because of all the hints in, 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 in the book is that they made it seem like he knew who he was he just didn't want to live that life anymore especially if you I read Nightwing that. Annual number 2 yeah. where Bruce is like pulling in all these doctors to help him and he's talking to him and like they all like Dick knows his whole family is out there Yeah, and he just Ugh. It makes it makes Dick look like an ass. Dan Jurgens tried to recover it a lot. Yes. I think he did a good job. Yes, but I'm just past this. I was just who 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 approved that? 
Was it know? Dio? Yes. <laughs> Watch out if it wasn't Jim Lee or Scott Snyder. No. I just wish Tim Seeley got to continue, but I think he moved on to something else even before the he got shot yeah. in the head. Yeah. Anyway, James, what is uh, Stepan Sajic doing now? So Sajic, besides doing the, this awesome cover of this book I'm coming later on today, um, he is retiring from work for higher comics to focus on various web comics. Just so you guys know, that doesn't mean he's not gonna, he's not going to be doing stuff every once in a while, like a cover here and there. He he wants to focus on his web comics, but again, like clearly yeah, like he's we not saw, gonna, yeah, he's not going to be doing stuff like Harleen anymore. Right, he's going to be doing like maybe an issue or maybe some covers, but he's, he's not going to do more do cover like art. Series. He's not going to do in uh, yeah. in um in uh, industry work where it's yeah. like here do this you know series. He'd probably yeah. do make a cover here or there, but yeah, I think like a lot with this. yeah, like with a uh, man among ye. He also may just be doing like. Again, he I know uh, his web comic stuff eventually became like things yeah, like, like Sunstone Stone and, and all that. There's like yeah, three. There's like Switch. No, not Switch. So, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Swing so, Stones. Switch. What swing. Is, swing. That's what it is. Switch is another one of his books, but Swing is the sex one I was talking about. Yes, I was thinking of. I don't have all of. <laughs> not not the play me. It's my wife. Um, <laughs> sure. It is her. It's not me. <laughs> Um, so that's a big thing. Like, I think, um, he did the interior of Aquaman and covers for Aquaman. Yeah, um, I think for, like, the last run. The very last run. It was, like, two arcs ago. It, it was when, it was, like, the underwater underground thing where Aquaman was, like, not wearing a shirt for a while. Yeah. And he had a beard again. Yep. Yeah, it was that arc. So that's the whole thing. I think the, I think he just, again, this, it comes, I, and I've said this before, I think a lot of artists, and I don't know if I've said this on the show, or I've, I know I've probably said this to you, um, artists and writers burn out. And you, you can see them there. Colin Bunn. <laughs> I know that man. That man is a computer. We have we have that we have that running theory where when he sleeps, he hooks up a machine to his brain and it types out all of his dreams into stories, so then he doesn't have to write. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. That's exactly what's happening. Th- that's the only way to explain how he has nine books coming out at once, unless he has a huge backlog of stories that ever since it got popular, he's just been pumping out. Right. So like I said, I think the thing is, I think people get burned out, and I think the I think he's doing the, good, the right thing to do is by going back to what he, his roots are. Yeah. Instead of going. Let me just start putting out covers that I don't like, and you can start seeing how the art was starting yeah. bad. I don't want to, like, talk ill of Ramita, but I think Ramita's getting that way. Yeah. And he's I'm, getting he's, very lazy. We've said it's, that before. He's still got really great artwork, but it is getting lazier as the years go on. Oh, absolutely. I think it's because he's, like, a legend now, and he's getting, like, burned out, and he's doing so much that every once in a while when he does come back, like, you have some books like Superman Year... Uh, year One. Was it Year One? Year yeah. One. Superman Year One, which is great for his... With for his art style, but then you have stuff like the current action comics where it just seems really lazy and really quick. Yeah, like he just did it in a day and was like, "I did the whole twenty-two pages. Here you go, whatever." Yeah, it does. I think that's what it is. It comes down to the like shelf I said, life. It's not bad. It's just no. sloppy. It's a shelf life of an artist. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I think that's what what I think makes good cover artists really good. Yeah, because they're not so much drawn to do interior so often. Mm-hmm. Like now, imagine like, like J. Scott Campbell. He does covers now. Right. He barely does interiors. Right. Same with Terry Dodson. Yeah. Dodson. Well, he's he's doing Retro Man now. Yeah, currently, but he every once in a while he'll do an yeah. interior of a book. He, but mostly he just does covers. Yeah, mostly he does covers. Same thing. Like, uh, do you think like Art Germ would do interiors for like ten years? No. No. I don't because the way their art style is like when you look at things like Sedge's artwork, that's not. No. That, that, that takes a lot of time. Yeah. He he basically like hand paints it. Yeah, it, it, it's an art yes, style, it's digital, he does, but like but... it looks like it's he's painting everything and yeah. going over it. Like it's really good. It's that's what it is. So I think it's more like a, it's time consuming for yeah. him. So that Harleen thing, it got delayed a couple times because it was taking him so long to do it. But when you look at uh, when yeah. you look at first product, it's, it's gorgeous. one of the most beautiful black label books they've ever right. made. It's gorgeous, but then again, it took forever to get done. So I think yeah. it's more of those like you know what I want to do like. You know, on top of other projects, like oh, I need that cover done by this book. Yeah. I needed this book done. I need interiors for this thing done. 
it's cool that he's stepping back. When you were talking about the burning out of writers, I really like you start to notice certain things like oh, yeah. Tynan and Donny Cates. I feel like they're gonna be burned out in a year or two and then come back with a stride. Cause like Tynan's been pumping out stuff left and right. Donny Cates is super hot right now. He's been pumping stuff out. So I feel like next year Donny Cates is gonna have a slow year and then he's gonna be hyped back up again. Right. Because sometimes you just need a mental break. Like you'll yeah. see, like Jeff Lemire disappeared for like a year or two. Yeah. After Sweet Tooth, he did like a Marvel book or a DC book. Yeah. And he was gone for a bit, and then he shot back up with fourteen indie titles. Well, that's the thing. You need a break. You, you need, need to breathe. breathe. Uh, I think that, that's a mental health thing, and that's definitely. Yeah. A, 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 Chip Zdarsky does it all the time too. Yeah, yeah, he stopped yeah. drawing for a bit after yeah. Sex Criminals ended. He did like a couple issues. Yeah. And he was writing though. He yeah, was oh, writing. Yeah, yeah, he was he, doing Marvel. He did Marvel two yeah, one. But he, he did stopped, like he stopped drawing because yeah. he got burned out of drawing. and He switched over to writing. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I think it does come down to like a you just need a break every once in a while. And again. And going back to your like the th- your comparison to uh, to Kate and, mm-hmm. and and what's the other one? Tynan. Tynan. Um, I know at least Kate. Yes, Kate and Tynan are hot, but it's because just because they're hot also doesn't mean they're also not doing that, that many books. Well, Kate's doing four books and he's right. writing two more in a movie. Exactly. So, and he's also doing the TV show for Spider Man currently. Yes. Tynan's doing Batman. He just has this new book, Wind. Mm-hmm. He has um a couple indie books and he's writing a TV show as well. Yeah, because I forgot. I I actually just talked about Tynan last week on one of the live streams yeah. or. Jealous. I gotta be in on one of those days. What is it, Wednesday? <laughs> what? Those live stream things you guys do. I never get to catch them. It's always you and Ant. I'm jealous. Oh, they, 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 they yeah. DC or Marvel yeah. retails. It's random. It's random. I'm not, it's random. I'm not super offended. I'm right. a little offended. You were here for one of them. We were just doing I know, but I had to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had to work at my job. <laughs> So, all right, Hunter, you might as well tell everyone what we're doing on July 22nd through 26th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so San Diego Comic Con was officially canceled this year mm-hmm. for the show, but they've been going through some stuff and they've been like working with everybody and they finally announced that they're doing a virtual con, which is free, and it is launching July 22nd through the 26th. Mm-hmm. It is going to be like basically panels, but streamed live, probably hosted by like Will Arnett or something. <laughs> I, love, one, uh, I love how you ran me. Well, he's the mind. only one I know that hosted a, like, a live event through like sci-fi. I mean... Him so, and Kevin Smith do that. Like, yeah. He did the IMDb. So, one. this, and, uh, and again, DC just announced their today. Yeah. It is the Fandom, uh, which is in August. It's a 24 hour live stream. Yeah, which is in August. Um, so, the thing with Virtual Cons is one, we've never had one, but I'll use. But you can think of what it is. You know, so you know around E3 time, yeah. when a lot of companies don't want to go to E3, yeah. but they just do like Nintendo Directs. Right. Like where they just drop like a 45 minute clip of, here's the stuff we have coming out. Yeah, I know. We're basically going to have some host. Talking to a couple creators and then going... Probably not even going to have that. Potentially. And then like, here's you know, a trailer for our new thing. No. Uh, here's a trailer. The reason why I here's say, a game. The reason why I say that you probably ever here's have... Here's books. The reason why you probably ever have like like panels like that where you probably have more... like big panels. No, because um, there's a... Uh, I've, I've seen a couple of virtual cons. I've... Um, excuse me. One of the channels I found on YouTube, Falflix, um, he, was ta- he was talking about one... They did a film festival. Yeah. And it's the same kind of setup. But what they do is... You log in to whatever the the website is, mm-hmm. and then it's like, it's gonna be you know this section, this section, this section. If for three days, I, I get DCs. That's a little bit easier because they're just, it's it's themselves and they're doing it that one day thing. I don't know why they just need to be spread out for three days, but one day could be dedicated it's to four days. Yeah, four days. One could be dedicated to like we're gonna do all movie stuff. So 
would have Paramount sit there and do what it would have been like their run of stuff, and then yeah, like we'll see a trailer for the Snyder Cut, right. we'll see a trailer for the Batman. We'll no, see we won't see a trailer. For, I'm just examples. Yeah, but that's we'll gonna see be a trailer for, for the Suicide Squad or August. Guardians Three or Love and Thunder, whatever right. whatever Marvel movies are coming. Yeah, out. We'll, Eternals. Yeah, we'll see things. We'll see more like uh, one day might be trailers, might be one we'll day review games. For Disney, we'll see a trailer for Mandalorian season two. Right, like things like that will be more. Um, trailer based. I don't think. I think the one thing we'll lose out on is comic books. I think we'll have the comic book announcements, like the, well, the announcements, like the, like, like the live event thing. Right. It might be more closely to something like um, if you watch, if you're on YouTube and you watch Marvel's pull box. Yeah. Something like that, where they like it's like two people like at their studio talking about what's coming out. Yeah, and that's I think all it's going to be exactly what that is. But then like they might have a live part of it at the end going for Q and A. Yeah. You know, type of thing. But again, I think the big problem with doing that is that you're going to lose out on the experience or Q, like the Q&As. Honestly, you don't... If I was them, I would just skip panels totally and just do announcements because there's no point. That's what I mean. There's no... Yeah. Like, like, when I say panels, I mean two people talking, here's a trailer. That's right, what yeah. I mean by panels. Yeah. That's why... Yeah. yeah I, it's going to be them talking. They might have like a Skype call for like the main actor. Like, let's say the Suicide Squad, they call in like Pete Davidson and James Gunn and they just talk. I DC books and they're literally doing that in August. Well, well, no, but Comic Con is going to get a no, bunch. No. Comic Con is not going to get any, any of them. DC. It's all going to be. In D- it's going to be in August. I don't believe that at all. Do you not? Did you read the fandom thing? No, because I don't care. Yeah, it's going to be Suicide Squad, Batman, all the Arkham games. There's uh, a, a bunch of things from Warner Bros. Interactive. They're announcing there. Mm. Yeah, it's all there. It's actually if you follow. So the- they're going to skip Comic Con, wait a whole month to announce all their shit. Cause it's. AT&T's being an a-hole. We've been doing this. I forgot AT&T's being a fucking cocksucker. You know, so that's why it has nothing to do, and that's why, they, because they can do it on their own. That's the difference. Because they don't, because it, it would well, be different. hey, Marvel's going to capitalize on Comic-Con because they're going to get more viewers, but, honestly. But it doesn't matter because that's the whole thing. They're both free. The only difference between, that's the whole thing. Like, if Marvel decided to do one by themselves, it would be the same thing. I think the problem is because there's no actual fiscal show to go to. There is no... There's going to be way more attendance. I know, but there's no there's no physical show to go. I had to go to San Diego Comic Con. Yay! I know the first and only time, right? Um, because there's no physical show to go to, there is no competition. Yeah. Because you're not fighting for people going to your panel. Now you can be like, all right, we'll do ours next month, and we have everything planned out there, and we can talk about more. Okay, and it's all eyes on you for at least for like let's say for the fandom. Yeah. So I think them trying to do a live Comic Con is a cool idea. I don't think it's going to work out well in execution. It's only going to be this year. Right. It's only because of what's happening. They might do it in New York Comic Con. They New York Comic Con really wants to happen. Mm-hmm. They're pushing their hardest. They might even delay it to November just so it could happen. Which is dumb. Just, it's, just. So, I, I mean, I want to go. I've gone every year for the last five years. We all do, but yeah. not for nothing. It's a health and safety thing, and I think. Oh, I'm well aware. Like everyone will be wearing masks, so at that point, just cancel it. Yeah, like just but like just do and... just do a virtual New York Comic Con as well, and then next year just start over. They just canceled Emerald City Comic Con uh, today, this morning they canceled it. Yeah, Emerald City Comic Con is awesome. Yeah, and it just happened. It makes, and again, happens. in this day and age, I think the virtual con <laughs> is, is going to bring con flu to a whole other level. <laughs> oh, that's bad taste. <laughs> that's the thing. Oh, by the way, I'm looking at the Batman poster. That's not Phantasm on the cover. That's the Zazel. What are you? The Batman Adventures Continue poster. Oh. That's a Zazel with a hood on. Okay. Sorry, it was because the solicitations came out, and that's the it's a Zazel. Oh, it's Azrael. Azrael. Azrael is Nightcrawler's dad. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I always say, I always oh, pronounce dude. it wrong. I thought Sorry. it was Phantasm because of the skull. That same thing, so did I for a long time, but no, it's um, Azrael. Azrael. That makes sense. Because on the cover, issue four. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, anyway, sorry, I guess I yeah, tracked. We're, we're still in the studio. Yeah. Slash store. Yeah, no. The Storio. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's the whole thing. I think the pro- the, the I think the versus cons are cool ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I want to see what they do. But I think the biggest problem is the part of doing a con, going to a con, is the experience of buying stuff. It's walking around. It's, it's the experience. It's like go. It's like going to a theme park. You can do yeah. It's not just the rides. It's the experience. It's the food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 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 yes. I get it. Being waiting online sucks, but mm-hmm. you know. But that's all part of the experience. You know, so when you do that and you just stream online, that's literally what I've done every year. Going to like New York Comic Con, I'm definitely like I just compare every every year I've gone. I skip every panel. I don't go to panels anymore. There's no yeah. need to because it's online. Oh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just I'm the days I work, I'm gonna come into work, and then when I get home, I'm gonna watch all the trailers. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna do, and then we'll talk about it on Tuesday. We'll do a San Diego Comic Con news wrap up like we usually do. Yes, and we'll call it a day. Yeah, that's so in, you'll know when we know. That's in uh, about a month from now. Yeah, just about. Yeah, so it's okay, us. We will do a wrap up. So again, we'll do another wrap up. So, so those that you don't have to flock to your computer, or there's just so much you miss some stuff because that happens. Um, yeah, so we'll do that. So, do you want to cover? Uh, oh yeah, never mind. I'll jump to the next part. Okay, so this Tom Taylor announces a new book via Twitter, and then eventually via everything else. Yeah. Uh, by the time we record this stuff, uh, Hellraiser uh, Rise and Fall. Hellblazer. Hellblazer, sorry. Rise and <laughs> Not Fall. Not uh, uh, New black label book. Of course, it's a black label book. Um, is it tied into the current Hellraiser no, stuff, not. or is it tied to the Batman Damned stuff? Nope, it is a brand new story. It's a brand new story. I think that's cool. That, it's cool. I like it. I like the cover art so far. Um, I think the biggest the biggest thing about this book coming out is that we already have a Hellblazer book, which is why I was confused. So I'm like, I don't know why the other Black Label Constantine was in Batman Damned, right? So I'm like, which one is it? Well, the, again, <laughs> I know you can have multiple Constantine. Yeah, blah, that's blah, the thing about, but I'm thinking Black like, label. I think the biggest problem is I think again. My biggest problem with Black Label is that people are using it wrong. They're, I say using it wrong in the most... DC's using it yeah, wrong. Yeah, DC's using it wrong in, in the sense that it should be... Black Label should have been your more mature books. And I'm sorry for everyone... Like, like Luther, Joker, Damned. Right. Like Question, kind of. Right, because you can do more... That's where I, I'm like... Birds of Prey, for sure. Right. That, <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. I, I keep telling people, I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's, 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 it was touted as Evergreen. No, it was never touted as anything. It was touted no, as... they're just redoing all the Evergreen adult books. Yeah. Because like, we can. Because, yeah, they just... Slap, re- a new lo- slap a new logo on and make more money. Exactly. Plus, it gives... It's... Like, Kingdom Come is not a black label book. Yeah, but it's cool that they're going to relabel it as black label. But and then, but when you look, but when you look at actually the announcements they've talked about Black Label before, it's always it's age gating. It was meant as an age gating process. Yeah, seventeen plus. You had Black Label, which is your more mature adult reader. Yeah, we talked about it when they first announced. Yeah. It. Then there's DC Ink and Zoom. Yeah, well, not not anymore. Now it's just DC Ink, I think. Yes, yeah, Ink. Yeah, so it was meant to do that. Cause they they did collapse the other one. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, just do that. Keep it as an age gating process. Yeah. So, oh, so the main books are thirteen plus. Ink is thirteen right. minus. And then seventeen plus is yeah, and then do and then do more mature story because you know what I would appreciate more, I would appreciate more of a mature story. Yes, it doesn't mean you have to show boobs or yeah or drugs. Dick. Yeah, like <laughs> you don't have to sort like you don't have to go heavy into yeah, it, but but you could actually show more mature stuff. You can cover more topics. Yeah, like the killing joke coming out now. Of course, it would be a black right. label. That's why three jokers is gonna be black label. Right, because it's gonna go into the very like nitty gritty stuff. Right. So that's my thing, and I want, and I and I say this to everyone. I wish, this is where I want Three Jokers not to be black label, because I, I you need to have a continuity, and I'm, I yes, I have a continuity. Yeah, they introduced count. it in the continuity, and they're like, it's going to be told in a separate story that doesn't count if no one likes it. Right. I'm like, I don't don't do that. Yeah, just, it's just, lame. Just give me the story. <laughs> it's it's regular book, and the problems with black label, a lot of them are stupid magazine size. 
Yeah, three jokers is probably not gonna be magazine size though. No, it's from not. What, from what it looks like. No, it's not. It better it not like be. It's just gonna be thick. Because like, the uh, moment uh, if it comes levels. in here and it's it's magazine size, the moment I don't get that book. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for trade. I'll, I'll wait for trade because I don't I don't want. Even though the trade's gonna be huge, it'll still fit on the shelf. Better. Yeah, put it on the shelf. I'm like, I, I can't I, put mag. I'm not gonna buy a magazine box and store it in a different location for four books. Yeah, so. I'm sorry. Like I think the whole also. That's why I'm waiting on Vic Sage. That's also why Black Label books should not also be magazine size. I, I understand why they're doing it because like, nice. adults read magazines and also because it looks nice and it's yeah. prestige. But just do a fucking prestige format, regular size book. They so didn't the price. I know. And they the do bright. it with all the fucking um, annual uh, the, yeah, the anniversary books. Yep. Just so we can put them in our collections and not have a fucking problem. But DC's like, Dah. I think AT and T will streamline that. That's the Hopefully. only good thing I can think of because they would be like, why are we paying for this when we can make it regular size and maximize our penny pinching? Mm-hmm. That'll be the only good thing that comes out of AT&T's merger is if they make the black label books fucking small. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, so we'll jump into another uh, speaking of milestones. You want to cover the next milestone? So Detective Comics will be celebrating another milestone after 1,027 issues later. Do you want to know why, James? With DC Comics 1,027 in September, it's because it's 1,000 issues after DC Comics Batman introduced. Yay. Cool. I appreciate that. I want to punch you in the head. (laughs) (laughs) I I do like how they're doing another anniversary, and it makes sense. Batman is their biggest character from Detective Comics, so it makes sense. Tw- basically two and a half years later yeah. they're doing another anniversary yes I understand their point but also it seems like a money grab it, why because no, it absolutely because they celebrated grab. Batman with 1000 right so and, and we know once the regular Batman title hits a thousand or the next landmark yeah. they're gonna be another one yeah so it's not stop well right, so let's well let's be fair the like you can't do it with Superman unless you do Action Comics 1001 that you wouldn't do that like oh no more one. yeah they already did it you know, on 1000, 1001 was Superman's anniversary. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't do that with Sensation Comics and Wonder Woman. They're just yeah. not doing it. So, I think the big problem is because Batman. They're just d- cashing in on Batman. That's all it is. But also, like. And we will talk like about this. It se- makes sense, but like, like I said, like I said before, when Batman gets a milestone, yeah. when 750 hits or 850 hits for Batman, yeah. they're going to do a Batman anniversary. Right, of course. I mean, Batman hits what? Oh, it's going to be hitting 100 soon. Yeah. So, you know damn well it's going to be a massive issue. Like, this one, again, so what this issue is going to be very similar to Action, uh, Detective 1000. It's going to be a, a mix of uh, writers and artists. Um, actually, I'm glad that Matt Fraction and Zdarsky are doing a story together. we got Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky. we got Tom King and... Uh, I forgot the artist, because not, he, he, it's not it's his a, normal player. I think it's... Yeah, it's not his normal Batman guy. I think it's Mitch Gerard's, actually. I, I don't know. Yeah. And then, That's why um, I had a list there. Yeah, I know, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to read them all off. Grant Morrison's got one in there. I know. So does. It's gonna be like Barry um, Arp. It's gonna Scott be like, Snyder's in there again. Of course, yeah. So I can't wait to see everybody's books. Yeah, and that's the thing. I do want to see the stories they tell, but like, it's gonna be again like one of those 80th anniversaries where the stories sure. really it's don't be matter. Book just because. And then like, if for that like, but for Detective Comics, it makes a little more sense for them to not matter because Detective Comics is always based on. Like, before Batman was introduced, oh, just different I, little stories. Yeah, and we'll like get into that when... Secession, like, serialized. We will, yeah, we'll talk about that when we actually get to the actual... Milestone. History we, of Detective Comics. Yeah, I have a history of Detective <laughs> Comics storyline uh, thing I'll talk about. Um, but that's the thing. I don't mind the out-of-continuity stuff. I don't mind that. Uh, yeah, I like, it's like, again, I like the Joker thing. I like the, the Catwoman, Catwoman thing. I can't wait for Green. We got to see the stuff that continued with Slam Bradley right. from the uh, Brubaker run. Yes. It was cool. I liked, I want to see, you know, the um, Green Lantern next, stuff next week. You yeah. know, the Flash stuff was cool. I like those stories. I, but I feel, with this in particular, if you're buying, because like, if you're like, and we're talking about this as people that don't buy Detective normally. Yeah. You know, so if Detective's if, on your pull list and it's gonna have one canon story, right? So like, it's same thing with Wonder Woman and Flash. Right. If you didn't want to read the Wonder Woman or Flash, um, ten dollar book, yeah, 
you you'd have to just jump to 751 mm-hmm. but then you'd miss the ending of a previous arc mm-hmm. so like they ended before they introduced paradox in 751 yeah uh williamson finished his flash i want to say flash quest or the end of flash year one or whatever storyline i forget which one with their Force bouncing, quest? no fourth quest was that fourth quest before. before oh that was year one it was the endish of year one yeah or the one right after that again i forget but they were they ended in a it was either an eight dollar book or a ten dollar book. I forgot if it was seven ninety nine yeah. or nine ninety nine. But they made you spend an extra three three to five dollars. Yeah. Just because they like, oh man, you want to read the canon. Yeah. Like with Orlando's uh, finale, or beginning, I forget when he started on Wonder Woman seven fifty. Yeah. You had to read the last. You had to read the first story to that before you read the all the other ones right. because it's actually probably it. yeah. It's so when so when it falls in the continuity of the, of the issue, it's because yeah. it, you're automatically if, if you've been if it's all your post, you have to get it. Yeah, like with like with the anniversaries, you don't have, have to get to. Robin or it's, Catwoman or Green Lantern because they're not going to interfere with Grant Morrison's issue. Right. They're not going to interfere with any Joker books that are going no. on. But it's just cool to have yeah. if you're a fan of it. Exactly. That's, I think it's I, that's why I wish they did that as twenty seven and go here's twenty seven. Point one and then twenty seven po- and then twenty seven as itself yeah. and then make it like a separate thing. So I don't know. Yeah. That, I think it, it's like you're right. It's money it's, grab. It's, it's a money grab. But it, it, I I feel bad for anyone that has it on their pull list. Yeah, because everyone now has to get it, especially if they do like it. Like we said, make it continue with what we're going on. So let's talk about video games for the first time in I think a really long time. I know. I know. So the PlayStation Five was announced the other day. Yes. And with that is. They dropped a fantastic new, not sequel, but sequel, not expansion, but expansion. Yeah. They haven't fully decided what they're doing. They're doing a new Spider-Man game, and it centers around Miles Morales. Yes. So, video games do this thing where they have a main storyline, like, I'll use the, I'll use Infamous and Uncharted. Okay. Infamous did one and two, and then in between Infamous Second Son, which came out on PS4, and two, they released something called Infamous Festival of Blood, which was a standalone expansion that had the location of two with new mechanics and a new story mode. Yeah. Uncharted did one, two, three, and four, and then after that they did a spin-off story called Lost Legacy, where it's focused on two different characters. It was billed only for forty dollars instead of sixty, and it was a shorter experience. That's what they're doing with Miles Morales. It seems like it takes place in one small area of the map at a certain time, because it looks like it takes place around Christmas. Right. It's when Peter and Mary Jane go off on a vacation or it's when Peter goes into Spider-Geddon, because apparently that's canon. Yes, it is. So, it could either be between when Peter leaves, because the whole thing is, he wants, Peter wants someone to take his place if something happens to him. Yes. In the Spider in the Spider-Geddon book, when Doc Ock recruits him, he says, yeah, I got someone here to help, but he's not fully ready yet, because Doc goes, oh, why don't we just take him too if he's a Spider-Person? Yeah. And Peter goes, no, no, if something happens to me on this adventure, I need someone to watch over the city. So people think it's going to take place in between Spider-Geddon, or if they're not going to count comic book canon and just do video games, it's when him and Mary Jane go on like a honeymoon because they get back together. Yeah, because we know, um, because we know, um, Black Hat Strikes and Velocity are all canon. Yes, because, well, Black Hat Strikes is basically a recap of yeah, what's happening. Velocity is a sequel, prequel thing. Yeah, and then, uh, so that... And they're doing a Miles Morales tie-in yeah, book as well. Of course they are. <laughs> so, it's an expansion to the video game, but it is not a direct sequel, because it's not really going to touch Spider-Man on too. what's happening in Spider-Man's sequel with the Venom stuff and the Green Goblin right. stuff and the Harry and everything like that. Right. It is just an expansion. It's focusing on Miles... It'll probably run about 40 bucks. It's going to be a launch title, and it's probably going to be, like, four hours smaller than the original Spider-Man game. I saw it yesterday, Spider-Man. It is fucking awesome. I, I cried. 
I cried at the end. It's so sad. I know what happened. I got spoiled many yeah. like, like a while back. Anyway, so that is my take on Spider. That is my take on what it is going to be yes. because Sony and Insomniac Games are on Twitter and they're like, "It's an ex- it's a sequel." So Sony was like, "It's a sequel," and Insomniac Games was like, "What the fuck? No, it's not. It's, not, it's a, yeah, no. it, It's like a standalone expansion." And then someone else came up and they were like, "It's a remaster with DLC," and they were like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you, stranger?" <laughs> like, so the way I, the way I honestly see it is like one point five. Yeah, it is it's one point exactly five. What it is. It, it's Spider Man. Yeah, so you can it, play Spider. It takes place after the game, but before Spider Man Two. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what they're going to do because I think Spider Man Two. Because there's a couple new mechanics they're going to test out. There's yeah. new powers because Miles has different powers. He's going to be turning invisible and using his electric suit. Yep. And then also he's got different swinging moves. Yeah. <laughs> so again, so I think it's like one point five. Weird villains. Yeah, it's also, I think it's I think it's one point five because you yeah. know Spider Man then this because you choose not to or, or to play it and then if yeah. there's stuff that happens in two, it's an add on. Yeah, exactly. So that's all it is. So that's actually kind of cool. So that is what that is, and it is fantastic. Yes. So uh, we're going to talk about Iron Man and uh, the writer we've so never heard of. So that fancy unknown writer, Christopher Cantwell, who we know nothing about, <laughs> he's writing Iron Man with Kafu uh, coming up after the 2020 event. So Christopher Cantwell, as you know, is it's a actually, complete unknown. We've never heard of him before. And this a, is the first book he's ever done? He's a really big writer. He's done a bunch of TV shows and he's done a bunch of books. But when Doctor Doom came out, we were silly and didn't know his last... I didn't recognize his name. I, I, it's hard because I, I, I have so, I don't recognize everyone's names. Right, it's just hard because like, I can't yeah. keep it all together. Keep track of everybody. But Cantwell's done a bunch of books before that, so we felt stupid. Yes. And we apologize, I think, the issue or two later, yeah. uh, episode or two later when we talked about it. But... So Cantwell is taking over Iron Man after the 2020 event yep. for Dan Slott, because Dan Slott is just doing Fantastic Four. Yes, he is going. With it. So this is where I I don't know if I spoke to you. No, I don't know if I spoke to you about this or Ant about this. I think that again it goes back to that writer burnout thing. I think Dan Slott after doing 80 years of Spider-Man wanting <laughs> to do something else. Oh man, big surprise. No, I, I, it's fine. No, it's not. It's not. That's not. That's not the problem. I think the problem was he took Iron Man and the setup for Iron Man. I was talking to Danny about this. What it was the setup for Iron Man was great. I think the the 2020 event between between um, the virus COVID happening, and I think the um, the if the fact that you renumbered you re you, you renumbered it you were for Tony Stark and then you canceled Tony Stark to relaunch at Iron Man 2020 yeah and made Arnold the lead. The problem is how many people were going to follow you because like oh man Tony Stark's like now no longer Tony He's Stark dead kind of well He's not a robot it's or a, whatever well, not even that like that's not the problem like, that's fine yeah. but the way you end it and then go well Arnold's the lead in 2020 you're like I don't want to follow the character especially if you didn't like the mm-hmm. character from the the, the the initial book that's where I have a problem with, and I think there's more marketing and editing yeah. than it does like the writer um, it's for sure not Dan Slott's because fault. I don't <laughs> think they would be like oh yeah rename it I mean great for 2020 because the year yeah, book that came out sense. yeah it came it makes sense but I think the problem was you could have like extended the arc and and and, and have to, uh, Tony open up obviously Peter well they wanted an event I know and that's the thing I think the problem is between the virus and even if you thought about say like this was normally this was coming out normally it would have been over by now yeah it would have been over now so you're telling me he's deciding now he's leaving after the Iron Man event I yeah. think. I think between the his the side books becoming digital only, mm-hmm. like the and the Ironheart became digital only. Force works. First works. The last issue of Force, Force works, works became the digital rescue's only. Rescue's not. Rescue's not. Um, I right now, uh, I will. I will read and Iron Age are still up in the air. Right, we don't know. Well, Iron Age was only the one shot. Yeah, I know, but still, they so, could easily just be like digital. Well, it's fine. It already came out. Oh, it did? Yeah, Iron Age twenty twenty came out already. Oh my bad. Yeah, so that's oh, the thing. Oh, King of Omega. Yeah, the oh, yeah the, the Omega issue. Yeah. Like at any point they can become uh, digital only. So mm-hmm. I think between the side books becoming um, digital only and the not the greatest kind of like fanfare over the book, yeah, kind of 
It's as a really a, good event. But yeah, like, it's a weird event because again, it's and this is where I have problems with events like this. I, I like those rents, and we talk about this on our events. None episode. of the side books are like Ironheart. Yeah, she's big. Yeah, Rescue hasn't really been relevant for a while. Right, Machine Man because he's a side because yeah, he's a side he's, character he, in the huge. Yeah, he's I know he's big, in the he's, book. He's a predominant role in the book. Yeah, and, and this then is where, Force Works again. These. Those this is where I have problems with events. It's that thing that we talked about where they're just trying to keep the namesake. Yeah, like how Agents of Atlas comes out every couple of years because they want to keep the the, yeah, the, the, the rights. To it. Yeah. So, so Force Works, they needed another one. I did that. Yes, that <laughs> and is absolutely true. Wolverine is just funny. Yeah. Slash Albert. It's Albert. It's, yeah. it's Albert. So I think the biggest thing was I think the biggest problem with this, with this event was this event was a mini event and this where this is where mini events tend to die very quickly because if you're not a yeah. fan of Iron Man. You have to, I guess. Yes, I know it's on us as, yeah, as retailers to sell it. Absolute Carnage was like a mini event. Yeah, but that was that but it was it was a little bit bigger, but it was because it wasn't yeah. a summer event. No, it was a mini but, event, but it was a mini event, but it had a little bit more, and more people were enticed because it was it was like a Spider-Man what, Venom event rather than well, like here's Iron Man. Well, because you know what, it wasn't just the it wasn't just the Spider-Man book doing it. It wasn't like Spider-Man. It wasn't called Amazing Spider-Man Absolute Carnage, yeah. and it was or Venom Absolute Carnage, and it was just. Spinning out of the Venom book, and there was no Venom book, uh-huh. and that's what Absolute Carnage was. This is the event was the actual title uh-huh. of the, the Iron Man book. Yeah. So like, if you were reading Iron Man, you were forced to go into this, and if mm-hmm. you chose not to, you're like, I don't care. Yeah. Now all the people that dropped off the book, you're not getting back. Yeah, I mean they'll recap it in uh, Iron Man number one. Yeah, and we'll talk about we'll do a mini wrap up. Kind of when this is over, just to kind well, of well, maybe maybe not depending on yeah, because some of it might be digital only yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that's a whole freaking mess. Getting Marvel Unlimited just for that. No, no, I'm not doing that. So I think this is a small slap in the face to Kafu. Yeah. Because he's the main artist for this. Yeah. But they hired Alex Ross to design a new Iron Man outfit and also do the A cover. And I was like, so the main artist doesn't get to design who it is. Alex Ross does because he's a popular name. Kind of lame. Savage, Big, uh, no, I love Alex Ross. I love wrong. But like, why let him do it when the main artist is like really good? I, I agree with you 100. I think He's the dumb. I think the problem and it, so this when uh, we've talked about this like outside the podcast and about creating books and one day we should just do an episode of how to break into comics. Uh, so we don't know how to do that though. I know. <laughs> no, and we know how to. We just can't do it. Yes, <laughs> like, there's a big difference. We can we, tell you guys how to do it, but we, we can't. can't. <laughs> we ourselves can't do it. Um, but like the one big thing is when you redesign characters. Normally, it's you and your art, like the writer and the artist are teaming yeah. up when they're redoing something. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it is very unheard of for an outside. Like it's like me and you coming up with a character, and then like Anthony coming in and go, "I'm gonna redesign that for you guys." Yeah. Okay. And then the publisher's like, "100, percent he's doing it." Yeah. And we're like, "It's our, it's our vision. It's our book. Why does Alex Ross get to do it?" Right. Weird. I, and I think if, if, you, if you've seen the cover already, it looks very Golden Age. Yeah, it or, looks good. Golden Age, sorry. Um, it it his, looks like his, a mix between the Bleeding Edge armor and the Golden Age armor. Yeah, his uh, Golden Avenger armor. Yeah, it looks good, it looks good. but... it's just a throwback. Why not just let Kafu do it? Exactly. He's the main So, artist. we'll go from there to two quick things in news. Um, actually, three real quick things. We'll, we'll blow through this real quick. Shazam is ending at number 15 after being delayed a Forever. million jillion times. All that means that we we kind of we were talking about this before we record. Um, that Jeff doesn't mean that Jeff Johnson's doing a bad job. Doesn't mean anything was going on. Yeah. I think a lot of it came down to that book. It they didn't have high fat. sales because yeah. they kept delaying. They it. Cu- they cut the fat with yeah. it. So and I don't think there was anyone coming up that, that had an idea except for Jeff Loveness who got the last two issues. Yeah. He's going to tell his own little mini story. Right. So I again like even issue twelve that came out wasn't. It wasn't even solicited. Yeah. It was completely different. Right. It came out of left field. It still continued the story, but it came out of left field. It didn't even continue the story because the, the oh, way it did. No. I thought it 11, after 11. When 11 ends, it's when Billy, we found out, uh, spoilers, 
um, that if you want to skip this real Billy's quick, dad is evil. Is Mr. Mind. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, sorry. I don't really care. Yeah, so Billy's dad is Mr. Mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then no, issue 12 comes, and then, then Corona happens, yeah. and then issue 12 comes out, and, and it's, it's, Batman a, it's a and random... like, monsters or Yeah, it's a, random, it's a random issue. So I think this had to do more... And then 13 more... is Superboy Prime. Yes. And then 14 and 15 are Jeff Loveness doing, like, a very centered Shazamly story. Yeah, and that's when we're going to end the series. I think, again, this is, again, random speculation. It has to do with more them cutting the fat, them moving people around at DC to do different books... Um, slimlining their their product, you know. Hopefully, Jeff Johns is going on to a bigger Justice Society. Um, <laughs> you know, after three Jokers, yeah, right? yes, like Justice Society because it, it sounds. Cause if you think about it, right around like now they started release, releasing new books, mm-hmm. like the solicitation for actually new books that we didn't know were coming yeah, new out. Number ones, and yeah. new number ones are coming out now. So this may be like, all right, we're cutting your the run of Shazam down, so you can go finish the Jokers, or you can go do Justice Society like we want you to. Mm-hmm. So that's one sign. So, hopefully, it's kind of weird, but they, and also ending at 15 is weird. Yeah. Um, we'll do another quick one now. One of them is getting delayed again to October 2nd. Because they don't know if theaters are going to be 100% open right. by August, so they're just making sure they're yeah. getting their movie There's out. nothing wrong with that. That makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then, finally, uh, HBO Max is removing Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. Why? Yeah. Um, we don't know why. Um, I understand removing Justice League. Because you're getting the Snyder Cut, right. which is the definitive edition. Yes. But why remove the two prequel stories so, to that movie? So if people want to watch the Snyder Cut, they have to go off the streaming service to watch it when they could watch it all at once. The whole reason why HBO Max was huge was because they were getting DC content. And now they're taking three huge things off. Yes. So Why? Th- so I have two reasons why. It's like, it's th- like th- them th- saying we're not doing Doom Patrol Season 2. No, there's a reason. There's a reason. There are reasons, and I think one of the biggest reasons that not even licensing. One of the biggest reasons I think they're t- pulling it off the the server they is because they launched two weeks ago. I think the one of the biggest reason they they're pulling things off the server is because they want they need the space. It's not like Netflix, who I at this point believe that it's ninety percent of Area Fifty One. It's just mega computers <laughs> they've been using since the Cold War. Area Fifty One is actually just Netflix. It's just Netflix. <laughs> it's just it's literally the databanks of why there's millions, there's unlimited movies because they're all running on old computers like in the basement like, somewhere. I feel like no matter when you go on Netflix, you can always watch something new every day. Right, it's true. Yeah. You literally can. And I think because the, the amount of server space they need, they have to be smart with what they're doing. And I think they're also staying on the same server with the DC app. Yeah. It makes no sense they're also doing it. They're still doing HBO Go. Right. There's, they haven't finished moving everything over yet. Right. So this is where I think they're cutting and pasting well, and why trying cut to those do off because they just they also cut off. A big with... draw for HBO Max was they're getting DC content. Yes, and I think the problem is, and this is where I think it was always dumb that there's no need to put DC content on HBO Max. No, oh, they just wanted, like I said, big, they wanted to draw people in. Right, but then for that, why go another streaming service? Oh, because we have DC content. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's, that's the whole thing. Why couldn't you put that? If you're still, you can still make it for HBO and just put it on the DC app that you also already own. Yeah. Why couldn't you do that? And I was like, oh well, why don't they just merge them? AT and T. And this is all back to AT and T. AT and T thinks HBO Max is better, which makes sense. Yeah, because it has a bigger budget and stuff. But still, I, as a DC fan, can care less about rewatching Game of Thrones. I only yeah. want DC content. I can't wait to get 100% true HBO Max originals. Not yeah. do Patrol Season 2. Yeah. Because it's not an HBO Max original. No, I know. It's they not. just threw extra money at it. Yeah. But, like, I'd rather... I, I want to see, like, what the next HBO Max original is going to be. Yeah, it's saying. true. It's true. I think the biggest problem, like I said, was having HBO Max and the DC app around kind of takes away from everything. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest problem. Like, you, you, you lose... You're, you're torn as a DC fan. Yeah. 
And I am someone who's a decent fan. I, I don't want to have to go buy HBO Max to mm-hmm. do the four maybe episodic things for the Snyder Cut. I don't want to get HBO Max to also get, like, Justice League Dark and, and, and Green Lantern and what's the third show? Oh, Doom Patrol. I'm like, I just want all that on my DC app because I'm already paying League for Dark, DC Green app. Green Lantern and... I don't, it's not Doom Patrol. It's, oops, sorry. It's another thing. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I don't want to have to do that. Like, why am I going to split my payment? You're not... Because you, what you end up doing is going people... Because what you end up doing is having people not use the DC app and everyone that's using it is losing money to what move over there. You're not gaining more money. Yeah. It, it's like... It'd be like if Disney had Disney Plus and then like, all right, all your anime shows you grew up with, like, all right, DC Here's Plus... DC Animated Plus. Yeah. It's a separate payment that's another $10. Yeah, like, it's, it's like... Literally here's the, DC Star Wars Plus. Right, yeah. It's like, here's Disney Plus and then we'll have one Star Wars thing on here but then we'll have Star Wars Plus which is only Star Wars stuff. Yeah. But the one very new thing we're moving over to Disney Plus. Why am I going to do that if everything's already on one app? Exactly. You know that's what it is. I think they're trying to take advantage. They're trying to play the market, and it's not going to work in their favor. Because mm-hmm. how many people are going to go over to HBO Max? Also, if you have HBO Go and pay for HBO. Why do I need a third way? If to- I'm already paying for HBO, why do I need HBO Max? Put all the stuff onto the channel. Either put on the channel, or, or those that have go, go, or the, those that have HBO and HBO Go. Have an immediate login to yeah. HBO Max. I think Max. they have certain deals, like you get discounts, but it's not a that's not a big discount. It's no, like five dollars off. No, it's not. And I'm like, what? Because it makes no. Because let's be fair, HBO isn't like it's mm-hmm. not like back in the day uh, when HBO was a high premium channel where it cost tons and tons of money. Yeah. Now because there's so many brand new premium channels that exist, they all bundle them together anyway. Yeah, stars and Showtime right. and all that shit. You know, so honestly, for those that are like, oh well, I don't have HBO, I'm just gonna buy HBO Max. Okay, but you're going to you're going to get the same content you would have gotten and probably pay the same amount if you had it on TV normally. Yeah. You know, so I think the biggest problem is that they're trying to play the market against everyone and they're going to lose. And I don't, I don't see HBO Max lasting that long. No. I see HBO Max falling. I see HBO Max lasting long if they cancel HBO Go. Yes. And put more HBO, like, Go and regular content onto HBO Max. Yeah. Because apparently HBO Max doesn't have everything yet. Yeah, it doesn't. But eventually I think it will. It doesn't. So, going from HBO Max, we're going to talk about some... I guess we're going to still this DC train that never ends for us, does it? Yeah, we keep saying, oh man, we don't like DC, we're not going to talk about DC. And then all of our topics are about DC because they're significant in the comic book world, and we need to talk about them. Yeah, I know. So, this week, um, in honor of HBO Max being created, and all the fun media stuff lately, uh, we're going to, and the side of the card getting released, we're going to talk about... And maybe Henry Cavill coming back. And maybe Henry Cavill coming back, maybe not. And by the way, which I didn't know until today, that Superman has a hairy chest in the comics because of him. Yeah. Because I never noticed. It's not all comics, but but it's mostly because of him. Superman used to be a smooth boy, and then Henry Cavill was like, what if chest hair? And everyone was like, that looks good. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> he oh, looks really you're good. a man. <laughs> Superman doesn't wax? Is that what you're telling me? You know what's fucking funny? <laughs> Superman had a beard in Man of Steel. Yes. Like, when he was doing that Fisherman stuff. Yeah. And then they had to CGI Henry Cavill's beard out in, in Justice League, but yeah. we, don't, we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The answer to the question is yes. Superman is allowed to have a beard. Yes. <laughs> so, if you look, saw so the entire episode, we're going to talk about uh, Superman. I'm going to say Batman. Superman and Meteor. It's a throwback one to our, se- very, our second episode. Yeah. Maybe pseudo it's first episode. It's our second episode. Yes, that's our second episode. Pseudo first episode was Milestones. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It went, it went Pilot, Milestones, Batman. Yes. So, we're, again, so so this, hour, this episode's not 18 hours long. We're just going to do a quick rundown of the films. And then we'll just talk about one of each of our favorites. Yes. And if we copy, if we each have, like the same thing, we'll just talk about our second favorite thing just to spice it up a bit. Okay. And then we can pitch our own Superman thing like we always do. Yeah, of course. Here's Superman movie. Here's Man of Steel 2. Do it right. Right. <laughs> so, we're going to, first of all, we're going to run down through the films. So, spare with me real quick. Uh, starting off with Superman in 1948. 
uh, which is a 15-part black and white serial produced by Columbia Pictures, something similar to what I talked about Batman. It's a Batman serial, yeah. Uh, next was Adam Man versus uh, Superman, which, by the way, was created in 1950, was in 1950, which, again, was a Columbia serial. Um, this time was in color, um, kind of-ish. Um, again, another 15 chapters. It was 252 minutes long, and it's, it's all about Lex Luthor, Black Man in the City of Metropolis, um, which is classic. After that is Superman and the Mole Man in 1951. Again, another serial. Uh, again, another. Sorry, everything was black and white. I keep. Because it's black and white until the. Uh, everything's black and white, but the only reason why I like the, the I see the covers. I'm like, oh, I love the colors because the, the colors are so kind of like old schooly yeah. and like comic. I love it. Um, and this is the first feature. This is the first feature film based on any character because this was actually an independent feature film. This yeah, was a the, full length. The serials are technically TV shows, when you put but them all you, together. Yeah. Yeah, they were also they were put in front of movies. Exactly. So um, they weren't they weren't when you put the, the films together they make a feature film but yeah. they were seri- serialized. Mm-hmm. This is the first full length feature film which ran at fifty eight minutes long. Remember that was a long time back then. I remember when movies were like an hour. And that was nineteen fifty one. And now it's the size of a normal Netflix TV show. Exactly. So starting this is starting seventy eight. 80 and 83 and 87 is what we know as Richard Donner run of Superman movies. Um, this is what we know the best. This is a Christopher Reeves Superman, Superman 2, Superman 3, Superman 4, Christopher Peace. I thought that's the only one that gets a subtitle. I know. It's like Superman 1, 2, and 3, 4, a quest for peace. Why don't you just call it Superman 4? I don't know. Why a quest for peace? Like, I don't get it. I uh, think it was a different writer. That's it why. was. So Superman 1, we all know that's the the that's the Christopher Reeves' big uh, introduction. That's Superman's origin retold. Superman 2, is what was Superman two about? Zod, I think. That was Zod. I believe uh, so. Don't, yes, it was Zod. That. Yes, it was Zod. Zod was two. Because you know what? Is? I I I so always I four is the return of Zod in the quest. For no, peace. number three. Because one of them was all no, number three. I don't like. That's why I always skip number three. Because that's the Richard Pryor one. Okay. That's one where he's like stealing every half penny from everyone's account, and because because uh, the half penny is not counted in, in the computer, so he's a banker. And half and he's not counted in the system. Smith is awful. Um, and he ends up becoming a millionaire over it because he stole a half penny from everyone's account every day. It's really, it's really stupid. It's really not good. I wish we did a lot. I wish we had like a face cam for our show because my face was just like, what? I've never seen this one. I was, I only seen the first one and the fourth one, and then Returns. It's not good. It's really not good. And returns is kind of canon. Uh, and then Superman Returns. Oh, yeah, and the, yeah, Returns is kind of... Brandon Ralph, they yeah, changed then, Superman completely. And then, then again, it was like 4, 30 years later. Uh, Superman 4 is Quest for Peace, and that's when he fights Nuclear Man. Yeah, okay, that's it. That's the one. Nuclear Man was supposed to come in uh, Bendis' run. He still might. He actually had the artwork on his thing like a while back, and it wasn't remedial art, so yeah, it might make it a might canceled be the last story. Arc, or it could be the last arc. Oh, if only. Sorry. Now, Bendis said he's done with Superman. Does that mean he's done with Action Comics, too? Yes, Action Comics. Okay, Superman. make sure. Uh, and then Superman Returns in 2006. Uh, this is the introduction of... Uh, this is a pseudo sequel homage, spiritual section 4.5. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Sony Spider Man thing. It, it, it's canon, but everything's different because it's like 20 years later. Yes, it, it's 20 years after, um, or 15 years after Quest for Peace when yeah. Superman leaves. So there's a lot of homages back to and everything. Gets yes, it's a lot of homages <laughs> to everything. But yes, it is considered canon. It's the sixth and final song in the original Superman franchise. And so as a homage sequel to Superman 1, 2, and not while, while not directing events for Superman 3, Supergirl, and Superman 4. Yeah, they're Su- Supergirl, Supergirl is technically canon. It is. Too. To the whole thing. We're not talking about that because it's not Superman. No, it's not. We'll talk about Supergirl thing later on. Um, but yes, yeah, Superman Returns. Uh, it's the first modern film uh, in 2006. Uh, then in 2013, it's Man of Steel. 
Madness. And this is tied to the Snyder the Snyderverse. So that's the DCEU. Um, this is, and then after that, um, which is yes, this is uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. This is the re origin story. Yeah. While Returns was kind of an homage to Superman one and two. Yeah. Uh, and then after that was Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice in 2016, which is a direct. It's a sequel uh, to Man of Steel. Not direct sequel, but it's a sequel yeah. to Man of Steel. Um, and this is the introduction of the Justice League. Lightly. Yeah, and we're not going to be talking about Justice League, but Justice League is the next step in that story. Yes. Line. And it would be Justice League and Shazam, but yeah. it's not. Like, he makes a cameo of Shazam yeah, and Justice League. It's not actually it's... anybody. It's just like a stunt double. That's right. Right. And Justice League is Team team One. We won't talk about that. Yeah. One day we'll talk Justice about Justice League, League in media in another thing, episode. Especially when the Snyder Cut comes out. So, out of those, which is your favorite Superman f- uh, live action film? Man of Steel. Because, dude, that trailer brings me. To, that trailer. Like, it doesn't bring me to tears because of sadness. It brings me to tears because of how fucking awesome it is. If you watch that trailer... Oh, I love the trailer. That trailer makes the movie look like it's the best fucking movie ever. And that's it's because, just like... Bum, bum, bum. And then it's like... Oh, the orchestra. That's because Scott Snyder has a very... Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Damn it. <laughs> I knew I was going to say it. I Zach knew Snyder. I was going to say it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to say it And they have two DC writers who have the I same mean, last name. Yeah, I mean, it's going to butch it. Um, it's because of his... Uh, Zack Snyder's cinematic um, take on a lot of movies. Yeah. He's, a, he's an awesome cinematographer. A lot of people say, like, he's got, like, everything's gray and everyone's sad. And I'm like, That's yeah, fine. but I'm okay with he that. likes to show human emotions. Sorry, Superman's not laughing at everybody and, like, yeah. smiling 100% of the time. I understand, like, a lot of his comic book stuff. Yeah. But in a movie, you need to display emotion. Comic yeah. books, you can kind of get away with it because it's like, you read it monthly and every once in a while, there's a sad one. Yeah. Movies have to have some sad moments so you can relate to the character. Because if the character is not relatable... No one's gonna like it takes away from it. Yeah, it absolutely. That's does. why in Batman v Superman, not just Batman v Superman, in Justice League, Superman is like the worst character in that movie because he's not relatable. No, it's actually he's true. very boring. It's absolutely true. That's the whole problem I have with it because it's it really it really is hard to yeah to do that. So Man of Steel is my favorite Superman movie, mostly because it's very uh, a lot of my favorite movies like doing more. I love Die Hard. I love The Big Lebowski. I love Ghostbusters, but I like a lot of modern movies because like don't get me wrong, I could watch Superman Returns all day. It's fun. Yeah. It's a little slow, but it's a good Superman movie. And I like Brandon Routh. I think he's charming. Yes. Especially when he's Ray Palmer. He's great. But Man of Steel, I don't know, it just hits a certain, like, it just presses a certain button where I'm just like, this is awesome. I know. Yeah, the Kevin Costner thing is really stupid where he's like, let me die in the tornado. Don't worry. You're Superman, <laughs> but I'll limp over to the tornado and get the dog. Don't worry. Superman, no one's looking at him. Everyone's looking at Kevin Costner limping to a goddamn fucking tornado. And Superman can just zip in, zip out, save the fucking dog. That's the only thing that I hate about that movie. I know. It's makes it's it makes sense that he kills Zod. This is basically his first time being Superman for real. So him killing Zod mm-hmm. makes sense. And then he knows, oh man, I he had no other choice. He was gonna burn that family alive. He had to kill Zod, and now he knows not to kill anybody because he's like, oh man, I just did this. This is huge. This is a huge thing on me. I can't kill anymore. We know Superman doesn't kill. We know Batman doesn't kill. But these are fucking movies. Give up. Anyway, I like Man of Steel a lot. I'll, I'll fight tooth and nail to that. There's, like I said, there's a little bunch of stuff I don't like. Kevin Costner is great, but him dying in Tornado is dumb. Chris Maloney's character is a waste of time. Faroa? Faroa? What's her name? Faroa? Uh, Zod's wife. That character. It's Ursa, but in this, they changed it in this one. Yeah. She's a waste of time. That big buff guy is a waste of time. Just have Superman fight Zod for 40 minutes. That's all you need. And also, why does Superman blow up Metropolis? Anyway, I love the movie, but I do like the shit on it. 
That's like longer than you hate what you love. I know. That's like way longer than I'm very passionate about this movie. I see that. I should have gone so it's first. One of, it's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. <laughs> I literally should have gone first. <laughs> What's uh, yours? Superman Returns. I figured. It's Superman Returns. I love so. It's probably like your first Superman you saw in theaters. Yes, it is for Superman yeah. I saw in theaters. Same, obviously, but like yeah. Um, but really, why I like it? Again, I have. I loved. I've I've watched and I've rewatched and rewatched all the old Superman one through. Uh, the that's why you stuff. know what Superman three is, and I had no idea what it was. Yeah, I've seen one, and of course for peace, I haven't seen two. That's why I like. I, I love if you look at the Donna stuff. I love four so much. I like the Nuclear Man, um, but the why I like Superman Return so much is because it's an amalgamation of things I love so much from the Superman and the Donner stuff. Yeah. And yes, it is part of the Donnerverse. But what I love about the early Donner stuff and the modernization of it, um, I like Brandon Routh as Superman. The one uh, I love everything about Brandon Routh as Superman. So I have two major nitpicks about the movie is that I don't the like CG's the... CG's terrible? <laughs> I, I, I don't even care about it. I don't it's, even care about it. It's of the times. Yeah, it's of the times. So I don't... I, when anyone rags on like special effects about a movie, like you have to look at the time period that yeah, came in out. 2006, that shit was awesome. Right. Like, that's why in I 2020, like, shit's lame. Yeah, that's why I laugh. <laughs> uh, me and my wife watch Powers. I'm like, yeah, it yeah. looks awful, but... That's yeah, but all back in the day, it was awesome. Yeah, so like, don't... Yeah, Dude, back in the day, I legit thought they got toy robots to fight. Yeah, no. I was like, I didn't it's, know that was a guy in a costume. And now, obviously, duh, it's a guy in a costume. You can see him like sometimes. Yeah. So, my big thing about Superman Returns, I love I love Brandon Routh as Clark. I love Brandon Routh as as Superman. Hey, he's a good actor. He is a good actor. I liked Lois Lane. Um, the one big thing I didn't like, I like Kevin Spacey as like Lex. Do you not like the kid who was super boring? I, I don't know the kid was stupid. I, <laughs> I, I, I think he had like three lines. And again, it's no fault on the kid. It's not no, the actor. No, it's, it's, no, just, it's just the character. The character like, itself why? is why man. Is just, What's his name even, John? Jason. It was Jason. Which is fine. I never mind that. It was actually cool because they, they make a nod to it. Because, again, Superman uh, Superman Returns is kind of in Crisis because yeah. he shows up in Crisis. And he goes, yeah, my son Jason. I'm like, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, can, it's the King of the Comics Superman. Yeah. He's like, yeah, my son Jason. I'm like, yes, yes. You're like, come. <laughs> like, oh, yes, tell me more. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the biggest thing was what I liked about it. One, I loved the musical. I loved the, the CGI at the time. It was great. I like I, the only thing I think was the the villain story, which is Lex story. I think the problem is that again, I've said this a million times. Why Kevin I'm not Spacey a fan. Weird submarine. I like Kevin Spacey as Lex. Let me play Lex. the piano. I like him, but he now was fine. But like his his plan now, was and, stupid. Yeah, well, it's it's an homage to the it's, yeah. it's a sequel and an homage to one yeah. and two where Lex would do Lex wasn't the villain we know he is. Yeah. Like he's a the he wacky was just some creepy weird guy a, who was like he's Let's wacky. Get your wife, put her in a submarine. Not even that. Like he did like like. In Superman 2, I think he was going to flood the Earth and, like, rename no, I think that was 4. I think that was Returns. Was it? I think Returns was the flooding one, because that's why it was in Submarine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I believe yeah, 4 was yeah, Returns was Return. And he was making Waterworld. Yeah. Four, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Returns was he was going to flood the, uh, flood the Earth. And then, re, you know, he was going to rebuild... No, he was building Continent after Christmas. Like, that's the whole, the whole oh, point. Oh, that's what it was. That was 4. Oh, that was uh, Returns. fucking stupid. But 2 was, like, he was going to, like, ransom some shit and, and make a new Continent. Again, it's an yeah. homage. So I'm like, uh, okay, Lex is doing some crazy, wacky thing. I'm like, uh, okay, that's... I like Kevin Spacey's acting, and again, now knowing that he's a pedophile is weird. Um, but... Hey, he's a good actor, he's just a bad person. <laughs> yeah, no. Se- separate the art from the artist. Exactly. Can you, though? I can. I, I think can. he's a good actor. He is a good actor. I just don't think he's a good person. <laughs> hey, yeah, I think he's a shitty person. I love that meme where he's holding up a sign of his face, and he puts it down at Tim, and he looks at the camera. I fucking love that. I laugh every time. Have God. you seen it? No, we're not talking oh, about this. Oh, I send that to you. It's, it's, so good. Good. it's so good. <laughs> so yeah, that's my favorite Superman, uh, Superman movie. My Superman I kind of figured if I had to guess, I would have guessed that. A lot of people guess actually. 
Um, I'm gonna run through this one real quick. Animated films. Animated films. Um, not a lot. It's not a lot because um, I have no dates next to them, so I can't even tell you what the dates are. Yeah, we can kind of just assume. So Superman Brainiac Attacks um, came out. So Superman Brainiac Attacks is uh, has the same cast as the Superman or, um, animated TV show, except for the guy who plays Lex and the guy who plays Brainiac. There's two new voice actors, but it's Tim Daly and I forget the actress's name who does Lo- Lois, but it's not canon. But it's not canon to Superman show. But, so it, but it just it's it's an original movie in the universe, but it's no, not, not canon. It's not no, even no, in the universe. No, it's, it's the same creative team. It's the same cast, except for the two. Yeah, it's, it's the same universe in air quotes, but it's not the same canon. Is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's 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 very much um, the art style. It's yeah, the yeah. art style based on, and we'll talk and about. It's all the same similar side characters. It's all the, it's all the side characters counts. except for Mercy's different. Yeah. Uh, Lex is different actor. Is it Lex? Yeah, Lex? Yeah. Mercy's different. Uh, different style. character together. Yeah. Different style and character all together. Um, Lex and Brainiac are different actors. But it's Tim Daly and I forgot her name who plays Lois. Yeah. They're back together um, in it. Um, that was that was aired on WB Vision. Now it's Brainiac Text. Mm. Um, then you have Superman Doomsday, which is the first DC um, original movie. Original movie that came out, which is a retelling. Two thousand six. I think so. Uh, it's a retelling of um, Superman. Uh, Jesus, I forgot what's the word. Uh, Death of Superman, and that was in two thousand seven. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember the name. Um, after that is Superman Batman Public Enemies in 2009. The first crossover movie between them. And that so also... That's, that's, um, that's not in the animated style. Right. Um, and it's also... Yeah, yeah same thing. Superman Doomsday was also in the animated series style. Was it? Yes, it was. Oh, I don't remember that. That's why when it first came out, I thought it was going to be like canon. Are you sure? Yes, it is. Okay. Because when you... I have it on, on DVD if you want to borrow it, but like... I've seen it before. I just don't it's remember definitely, it the style. It's definitely in the style, and that's why when it first came out, I thought it was going to be, oh, they're rebringing back the, the, the universe, and they're yeah. going to do it like that. Um, Superman, Batman, uh, Public Enemies. Uh, Tim Daly is back as Superman in that Tim Daly is Superman in most of them. And then for, like, the Tim Daly reprises his role in Batman Superman Apocalypse. They're sequels, sequels yeah. to each other. And then, again, they're both tie, They're both retellings of Public Enemies and Apocalypse, which yeah. is the Supergirl story in uh, yeah. from Batman Superman. After that is Batman Superman... Uh, Superman Shazam. Superman Shazam. The Return of Black Adam, which is direct to video short. Uh, and this is. Yeah, uh, it was like 45 minutes or something. But yeah. It still counts. It's, it's cool. George Newberry, uh, Newburn as Superman. Um, that was in 2010. And then in 2011, which was again another direct to video, uh, which is also Superman. Exactly uh, what it adaptation is. Of almost also, 100% an adaptation. Yeah. Uh, and just James Denton as Superman. Then after that is uh, Superman versus the Elite this in 2012, awesome. which again is George Newbern as Superman. He was he pretty much did a lot of the out. He did of, it up until the DCEU. Yes, uh, again DCEU. this is a retelling of Superman. Uh, what's so funny about Truth Justice in the American Way? I like versus the Elite better. It's a lot easier. To uh, say. Then you have <laughs> Superman Unbound. I've never seen this. What is this about? Is this based off the Superman Unchained story? No. Okay. Uh, which I thought it was when it, it first it came out. It looks like he's in a new Fifty Two outfit. I'll explain why. Yeah. So, uh, Superman Unbound, um, that came out in, let me just pull that up. Uh, 2013, that's Matt Boomer. Oh, my God. Who's Matt, Matt Boomer? Boomer? He's um, oh, Blue Bloods. He's yes. Invisible. He's a uh, negative man. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, oh. Is it Blue Bloods or is it? Yeah, no, it's probably, I, remember, I remember his he's negative man. He something. He was a gay guy. Um, negative man. No, no. In He's in another TV show. Was he in um? He's in, the lawyer he's show, in too? Chuck. Yeah, he's, that's what I'm trying to think. I don't know what the lawyer show is, but he's in that. Yeah. And then he's in Chuck. Yes. He's Chuck's friend who was the original cool spot. So cool. anyway, Superman Unbound is actually based off the Brainiac story from Jeff John's uh, Superman run. Okay. That's what Unbound is. That's okay, is. but it looks like it's New 52 style. Because the art style, uh, it's, around, it's 2013? Yeah. Um, it was right before they launched the DC animated movie universe. Yes. But it, this doesn't count. Right. 
But I wish it did because it would make a little sense. Yes. It, it's like the first Superman movie. It looks good. Like I said, because it's based off that um, that run. And that's all, the art style, if you look, go back, the art style already had started changing close to it. Yeah. Um, after Unbound is Death and Reign of Superman. By the way, we're only counting Superman-centric movies. So yeah. just like in all that, doesn't count. Um, next is Death and Reign of Superman. Yes! Which, again, are sequels, they are sequels to each other. Yeah, we talked about those in the uh, couple episodes ago. Yes. That was in, what, 2019? 2018 2020. and 2019. Yeah, respectively. Death and Rain. And they're, re- again, re We talked about this on a Justice League episode. Yeah. Um, DCEU. Not a Justice League episode. Our DCEU. Uh, which is a retelling of Death and Reign of Superman. Then, uh, Superman Red Sun. Hell yeah, Elseworlds. It was we like, talked about that on Read the Real. If you go back, you can listen to the full spoiler cast on like that. It's like 40 minutes, it's quick. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll read the real episode of... That's probably my favorite one. Yeah, it's that my favorite too. Uh, which fun. is Red Sun. Um, which again is a retelling. That's Jason Isaacs as Superman, that was in 2020. Yeah. And this has not come out yet, but I put it on here just in case. Yes. Because I didn't know 100% when we were doing this episode. Can we get part of this episode off? Yeah. <laughs> So and the final film is Superman: Man of Tomorrow, uh, which is the new coming out later on this year. It's Dan Chris uh, and Zachary Quinto. Yeah, but Dan Chris is Superman. Yeah. Um, and he it's um retelling Superman's origin. Yeah. Um, this involves Martian Manhunter and Lobo, actually. Oh. Yes, because Lobo's Lobo. actually hunting as hunting yeah, Superman. That's fucking sick. It, so, it's kind of like the rebirth. You know how the Death and Rain stuff that was like the New Fifty Two. This is like the rebirth era yes. of shows. It's not obviously not going to be the same because Superman and Rebirth is the one from Lois and Clark's old comic or whatever. Yeah. He has the beard and John's there. But this is like a retelling. It's young Superman. He's kind of friends with Lex Luthor in this one. Yeah, like I so, said, it's very much a retelling. So do you want to cover your, what's your favorite one? Death of Superman. We don't got to talk about it. You can go back and listen to the other show. I fucking love that movie. I almost cried. But I, it's called The Death of Superman. And when he dies, it's just so surprising. Because you're like, that's how he dies? That's how they're going to do it? He punches Doomsday's head all the way around, and then he gets stabbed. Okay, I guess it's it's really good though. Definitely check it out. <laughs> I'm like you're what's going your, in. <laughs> what's your favorite? I'm, I'm, gonna let, I'm gonna let you keep going in that, on that for a second. I'm good because I talked about it a lot on the other one. I know. So my favorite uh, Superman anime film um, is actually Apocalypse. Uh, huh? Apocalypse. No. Oh, I'm surprised. No, uh, Batman Superman Apocalypse. No. That's um, a really good one. It's a good one. It's not my favorite. It's for Power Girls in there. Um, Toy Man's like... I actually have a, I have a tie. So, again, I talk about this on the DC Anime Universe. I love Reign of Superman. That's, like, one of my favorite. Why? But it's also not... It's not... I love it because I, I love the, the original the, story, too. Yeah, you have to remember the Super that. Boy, the Superboy style line is really cool. Yeah. It sucks that he gets shafted. Though. Um, But out of all these, I it's a tie. Like I said, it's a tie. It's a tie between um Reign and also Superman. Also Superman is really I good because it's such it was a close a, adaptation. Yes, and I love the story. Yeah. Um, Actually, it's three-way tie because it's like Red Sun. <laughs> Sorry, you, you, Red you, Sun is good too, but that's not as direct. It's Red, not as. Uh, it's a Superman Elseworld. It's Superman Elseworld. It's Elseworlds of the Elseworld story. Right. It's not like 100. percent Right. I know. I will talk about. I mean, if you've heard about it, call Superior it. Man. I, I do like that. I like that. I love that. I love that because they didn't give him a name originally. They call him a bizarre version of Superman. Yeah, they call the him like the American Superman. Yeah, and like, oh, we call him a bizarre version. Like, oh, you're bizarre. I get it. Yeah, but Superior Man is fucking so funny. So much better. Anyway. It's fucking funny. So I don't want to, like, so actually, um, what I liked about, like, Bat- Superman and Batman, because they're, they're, they're sister, they're, they're sequels. Yeah. But, like I said, my favorite is Reign of Superman, um, and also Superman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my favorite. And then Red Sun's, like, a third. I gotta watch Unbound. Unbound so good. I haven't, seen. I haven't seen it in such a long time. And I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah, I actually own I actually own all this on D, on DVD and Blu-ray. It's disgusting, actually. You like Superman? I don't <laughs> love the DC stuff. It's I'm actually the animated that, movies are so much better than the current movies. I know the animated movies are better than the Dark Knight trilogy. 
Come at me. Yeah, I actually obviously <laughs> agree with you. You don't have to even argue with Dude, that. Dude, the, like, the DC Animated Movie Universe is one of the best. It's it's like on par with the MCU. Yes. In my opinion. Yes, there's some stuff that we could have added, like more Teen Titans, more Superman. But, like, it is on par with the MCU. Yes. So, we're going to run down... Uh, TV shows. TV shows next. It's not a lot. Not a lot. Because uh, the last one is, hasn't even come out yet. So, yeah. it's The Adventures of Superman, uh, which was the a... cartoon. Yes. No, you actually put the cartoon there? The Adventures of Superman is a cartoon. No, it's not. The Avengers Superman starring George Reeves? No, it's a live action show. Uh, I wasn't. No, that's um. You're about the that, Flash? That's super. That's Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman. No, Avengers Superman is the George Reeves series. Oh, I'm thinking of the new Adventures of Batman, because that's what that's from. Yeah, no. That's my bad. Yeah, I'm like no, 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 <laughs> no, no. The Avengers my Superman bad. is George Reeves. That's uh, no relations to Christopher Reeves, as far as I know. Um. He's the, he was a live action um, Superman for many years. He's the one he, when he would jump, he would actually bounce on the uh, to fly. They would he would run to the window and jump on a trampoline, and then they would they would they flush the studios would yeah. draw it and it would, it would fly and turn into the animated version of the fly. That's cool. It was actually really and for the time it's fucking crazy. Yeah, that came out in like what the sixties? Fifty four. Damn. Oh, sorry, fifty two. Yeah, so I was thinking. Um, about the and then he killed himself in real life. He okay, played, uh, thanks, I guess. Well, Ben Affleck played him in Hollywood. If you watch the movie yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah, Land, yeah. that's... If you ever see the one where... Yeah, you see Ben Affleck dressed up as Superman, and you're like, what the fuck is yeah, this? He's it's Hollywood Reeves. Land. He yeah. plays, he's playing George Reeves. Yeah, which is really good. Um, like Superman. After that was the New Adventures of Superman. Which is more of the same. Which is exactly... It's a sequel to it. Um, then you have Superboy. Uh, which is Super- a prequel to it? Uh, so, Superboy itself is a... not. It, it was Superboy and slash Adventures of Superboy. Um, it is... Kind of like a okay, so this came out in '88. Yeah, it was to play on the idea of making money off the Superman films that were coming out. Yeah, so they did it as a and also there's there's comic book which I've seen before. Yeah, um, it, it's just a kind of a backstory to Superman. Uh-huh. It's a way to get younger people into Superman and make it relatable. And it's also remember in the '80s, which is a rise of teenage dramas. Yeah, so that's really what it was. Um. Imagine Smallville, but set in the eighties. Yeah, that's exactly I what believe. it was. Um, after that, oh, who did play Superboy? Oh, uh, by the way, um, John uh, John Hames Newton played uh, Superboy. Cool. So I just wanted I was giving the story out. Uh, then after that, it's my series, uh, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman, starring Dean Cain as Superman. Dean Cain. Uh, then after that, that was from ninety three to ninety seven. Now it's a Superman animated series. What are you talking about? The animated series. Now it's the Superman animated series. It comes right after this. Oh, yeah. Superman anime series. Yeah, I, that's why. I'm like, why... Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of anime films. I'm like, why do we put this at anime no, films? Series. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> the next was Superman anime series. Which crossed over with Batman a lot. Yes. Uh, which is Tim and Daly. Justice League and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We're doing an actual episode on that. So, look yeah. forward to that down the line. Um, which uh, starts Team Daly as Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, from 2001 to 2011, uh, Smallville. Motherfucking Smallville! Which is uh, <laughs> Clockhead's early days as Superman. Um, Lois and Clark, the new, by the way, going back to Lois and Clark, the new Adventure Superman, which was the relationship between Lois and Clark leading up to their wedding. And then yeah. post-wedding. That's this also, is... by the way, the, the reason why Lois and Clark, the wedding, the Superman happens is because the wedding happened on TV first. Mm-hmm. Because Turner was like, we are doing the wedding first. DC, you can go eat a dick. And then they had to push back the story of doing the wedding. So they had a year to kill. So that's mm-hmm. why they killed off Superman. So, Smallville is the original CW stuff, by the way. It's, like, before they got the rights to... Everything else. Arrow and everything, like, Green, Lan- Green Arrow shows up, Aquaman shows up, Supergirl's in yes. the show. There's uh, a couple more heroes, but I forget. JSA. Yeah, I think Booster Legion. Gold's in there. Booster. 
Yeah. There's Pirate, a lot of Blue cool Beetle. characters are in this mm-hmm. Smallville show. And you don't think about it, but, like, it's huge. This show lasted, like, ten seasons, and then there's, like, two more extra seasons in comic book form. Yes. Which I want to... Yeah. And great. then he comes back in, in Crisis. Crisis. For CW-verse. Yes. And then we jump to the Arrowverse. Which is the Supergirl which slash is Supergirl. Superman and Lois. Yeah, so he, uh, Tallahassee plays Supergirl. I'm uh, sorry, plays Superman. Hotchner. Hulkland. It's pronounced really stupid. It's Hotchner. It's it's. It's not Hotchner. There's an H-O- L in his name. Oh, yeah. Hulk- oh, wow. It's like Hulkland. It's weird. I, was I watched wrong. him in the Teen Wolf show. I'm not ashamed to say that. It was good. I, I love Teen Wolf, dude. The I, show was good. I love Teen Wolf. <laughs> That's where Dylan O'Brien got yeah, to start. I love Teen Wolf. Yeah. Like I have, Posey? I have everything on. I have all of my Blu-ray. It's good. Anyway, I was the only, me and my brother were the only dudes at that panel besides Justin. <laughs> like I remember going to the panel at Comic Con, and you guys were like at NYCC. I was like, I look at my brother. I'm like, we're the only two straight dudes here, right? <laughs> yeah. Because Justin's like, I'm like, oh, we only guys here. And Justin turned to me and goes, no, you're the only two straight dudes here. I'm like, oh, you're right, <laughs> baby. Um, there's also just you know for for sake of Superman in franchise. Uh, Krypton is included, but not really included because it's yes. Superman yeah. adjacent. I would have said Krypton counts, but... But it's Superman adjacent. Yeah, it's Superman adjacent. Uh, and then, of course, later on this year would be Superman and Lois, which we would do a season one wrap-up when that season Hell one Hell yeah. Ends. We need Batman wrap-ups, Bat- Batwoman wrap-up yes. once that season comes to Netflix because yes. I'm not going to watch it on CW Seed. I know you won't. Because it, it's only mobile. Eh, it's like, why? Eh, whatever. Eh, whatever. <sighs> All right, so that's... Uh, Superman, uh, TV shows. The TV shows. Uh, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, uh, the animated series. I never, I never got to watch all of Smallville. I've seen bits and pieces. You already know my answer. I can't. Why really do I let you go first? Because, because I'm easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really say Supergirl slash Superman Lois Lane because Superman is a very small role in the yeah. Supergirl show, and Superman Lois hasn't started yet. Right. So the, but really, the animated series, like, not is I didn't grow up on it, but my yeah. dad was a huge nerd, so he got me back into all the other shows. I've seen every episode of the Batman shows. Yeah. So Superman was great. I think I've seen ninety percent of the episodes. That's fair. And now they're all on the DC Universe app. I'll watch them at some point. Yeah. But, you know, that's my problem. And you know my favorite. Yeah. You already know my favorite. Actually, I don't. Somebody say. Oh, it's Smallville. Of course it's Smallville. I was like, wait a second. It's Smallville. Dude, I have all 10 seasons on, on box set DVD. Dude. I, 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 like, dude, I have such a fond memory of, like, even, like, me and my brother would get together every Friday night and just watch Smallville. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's so stupid. Like, I love that show so much. And I loved the comic book aspect of it where they was adding people from the comics in there. I was like, who's the goals in this? Oh, man, the Justice Society. What the hell? Brainiac and a really dope Brainiac and, like, yeah. Bizarre was crazy. And Jimmy and, Olsen, Doomsday? Uh, it wasn't. No, no. It was Doomsday. Like, he kills Jimmy Olsen, but then, like, his brothers also named Jimmy, which I thought was stupid. Cause, like, well, that's because they got the Ashmore twins to do that. Well, no, 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 no. It was, um... Jimmy was doc- killed by Doomsday. Yeah. Um, Sam Woody. Sam Witter was Doomsday in the book. Sam Witter was Doomsday, yes. Yeah. But, um, he kills Ashmore Jimmy. Was, uh, yeah, he kills he kills kills uh, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, and then like at his funeral, like Jimmy's younger brother, also named Jimmy, with a little short kid with red hair, comes All up and brothers. he gets the he gets the um, the the camera from yeah. uh, Chloe, who's now in jail for sex trafficking. Cool, thanks. You're really bringing a sour note to this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like this guy killed himself. This guy's in jail. And then we got Michael Rosenbaum as uh, oh. Lex Luthor. Uh, Italian kisses. Oh, I love him as Lex. Like dude, you he's know, a, he's in a band. Dude, I don't know. He, I know he is, dude. I love like so. Who? Uh, oh, so Justin about this, and he goes, "You know, all the problems of Smallville could have been solved if Clark just told Lex from the beginning who he was." Yeah, and he goes, "Then none they're of friends." Were, yeah, and none of this would have happened. Yeah, Clark and Lex and that are like good friends. Yeah, and Superman, and then he's like, "But I'm not gonna tell Mom Superman," and then fucking. 
Lex is like, yo, let's fuck up Superman. It's like, <laughs> it's like with um, it's like in the Supergirl show they mimic it. Yeah. Um, everyone is like against Supergirl, and Supergirl's like, and Kara's friends with everybody. Just fucking just say it. Dude, just tell Lena. Just you know, you know the. I know uh, they do at some point. Yeah. Uh, you know the house that's uh, the house that uses the Lex Lex's manor in Smallville, is Oliver's house in. Uh, Arrow. Wow, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, they, so the same that. mansion they use is Oliver. It's one I Oliver's think CW's house. CW's got it on their property. Yeah, they're like, we have they it. They up in Canada. They're so. like, go dig it out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that is our TV shows. And then finally, video games. Video games, not a lot. Not a lot. Only nine that have been released and one of them that is heavily rumored. Yeah, so. I didn't count super- I didn't count every single mobile game because they're just remakes of Yeah, mobile games and mobile yeah. games. Alright, so we're going to start with Superman for Atari, Superman for NES, Superman, uh, Tile Beat'em-Up. Superman for Genesis, definitely Superman for uh, SNES, NES, yes, and yeah. Genesis. Superman 64. Ah! <laughs> Superman 64. Ah! Can you not scream when I'm doing this? No, it's, it's PTSD. <laughs> I know it is. I was like, the worst flash game. Flash of the rings, flash of the rings. Which <laughs> uh, is the worst game that would be on no one's list on top 10 of anything. Top 10 worst games of yes, all time, maybe. that's true. Uh, Superman Shadow Apocalypse for PlayStation 4. I remember it very lightly. I don't remember if I even had that game. Superman Man of this Steel. This one was cool because this one was like cel-shaded. Yep, Superman Man of Steel. Uh, Superman Returns. Why I played for PS2 and, v- and Xbox 360, and then the rumored Rocksteady game. Which could be coming out this year. Um, which could be re- talked about this year. We don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, DC fandom. Yeah. They're probably going to talk about it, because they said... Uh, originally, Rocksteady has two games coming out. Rocksteady enough. has... Rocksteady Montreal is releasing another origin-style Arkham game. Yes. That could be containing the Court of Owls. We talked about this before. We talked this before. And then... They've been teasing a Rocksteady Superman game since Forever. Batman Arkham City. I know. And then Arkham Knight, Lex Luthor, is in the game. I know. And he talks about Kryptonite. Oh, my God. I know. But, uh, so, so we were so talking, so we were asking that in DC fandom because they said, uh, Interact- uh, Warner Bros. Interactive will be there. Um, there's a lot of stuff there to talk about. Again, it's all rumors. Yeah, so, Rocksteady and Warner Bros. Uh, your favorite, I'm going first. I don't know why I keep letting you go first. It's going to be Superman Returns. Right? Yeah, it's going to be Superman Returns. I love that game. Yeah. It's open world. You got to do whatever you wanted. Yeah. I do. I remember picking up people, like picking up cars and just throwing them in the sky. I believe Superman's Shadow of Apocalypse is also the one where you fight Metallo. Yeah. Yeah, and Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones as well. But Superman Returns is just so cool because besides it being based off the movie, which I thought was awesome I when I was yeah. a kid. Like, it is just, you get to fly around, you get to shoot lasers, you get to pick up helicopters and throw them. It was oh, an open-world Metropolis game. Yeah, and... It just, was actually playable. Yeah, and that's what... And it was, everything was... Everything was... Uh, it was sandbox. Full yeah. sandbox. You got to destroy everything. Got yeah. to destroy everything, which yeah. is cool. I think the biggest... Uh, what made it so cool about, besides being open-world... Oh my god, there's a lot more video games, but they're all just extra. Yeah, they're all, like, the DS versions or the mobile games. I don't want to talk about those. I know. But it was so good. Like I remember getting this game. It was like full open world, and it was like also it was also tied to video games, so it was yeah. great. Yeah, it was, it was so nice. It was so cool. Yeah, I so we both like Superman Returns video games. Yeah, that's duh. Next. All right, we are pretty late into the episode. Do you want to pitch a movie real quick, or do you think if you are, what so they're if, working with is good? All right, so if you could, if you could, not just movie, you can pick, if you could pitch one idea for any of those, whether it's a TV show, whether it's a movie, whether it's it's a animated film, or video game. Pick one out of those four categories and what's your pitch? I would do an animated film based off the Superman and Lois that came from Convergence, where okay. they're Superman with a beard, he's wearing the black suit, he's trying to hide himself in a universe that already has a Superman, oh, so he's and he's also color. trying to raise John, who's a Superboy. That's cool. That's it. It's basically what Gleason did just in his run, an, as an animated but, film? but the other Superman is still alive and doesn't die at the end That's of whatever cool. event and turn into dust or whatever. So you would do it as an animated film? Yeah. Like it would then be... it would be cool, because you get to see Superman as a dad, and then he would hide himself... 
from the regular Superman and Clark Kent that are already in the Who universe. It has to be like Young Justice animation, animation yeah. style. Well, I, I was thinking more in line of like the DC animated movie universe yeah. stuff. It's, it's like Young yeah. Justice. It's, that's the same yeah. art, the same studio. Very similar. Um, I would actually would want to do one or two things. I wouldn't yeah, I mean, want a TV a show mo- or a reboot of Smallville. <laughs> I know. Um, I want to do a TV show. Because like a doing Superman TV show, I I mean like an animated TV show. No, I would probably do an anime movie. Ooh, another one too. I would do what, an anime movie. What would you what, what would you adapt? Because I said I would adapt it's, my favorite. It wouldn't even be adaptation. It would be a sequel to the Superman um, TV show. The animated one. Yeah, I mean, anime TV show. Would it be kind of like Superman, like Justice League versus the Fatal Five, where it's like legit canon? Yeah, it'd be okay, legit cool. canon. It'd be legit canon. It would be. Um, after everything's said and done, because I've watched all that DCEU stuff. And Lex that comes back with Brainiac from like, I would the Batman do, animated I would either, though, I would set it before that. It would actually be, um, I don't want to do, Le- I wouldn't want to do Legion, but I would probably add up, I would there. probably add up, um, an actual, the actual Zod story. The, um, Last Sun story. The, uh, Last Sun story. The Jeff Last Johns one. On? Yeah, the, the Jeff Johns one. Yeah. And add up, add, adapt that to, um, the, the Superman anime series. Yeah, you can call it Superman animated lesson of. Yeah. yeah, and it would be the Brainiac stuff. Would be the yeah. John. My movie Ken. would be called Lois and Clark. Yeah, the, basically the movie yeah. where it's about their relationship with the kid. Yeah, and also dodging in real. And it'd be a way to explain like what happened after Legacy and the because the, they kind of leave. And I'll talk about this when we do the DC episode. Yeah, where they they leave Superman on the cliffhanger. Yeah. So yeah, I would probably do that. I would do that. When you get to the when we get to the DCEU episode, I'll have a better answer of what I want to do for like that stuff. I have definitely an idea. Yeah. So let's jump into our books reviews. Book. I'll go first real quick. Reviews. Because right. actually... Oh, you're gonna go first yeah. this time. Big surprise. First time ever. I know, right? Except when I wasn't here. Yeah. But that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, so I did a uh, Man Among Ye, uh, from Inch Commons, written by Stephanie Phillips and off by Craig. Oh, sorry, uh, Craig Samek with that um, cover by Sedgwick that we're talking that's, about. So, yeah, that's why. So beautiful. All right, so uh, opens up in um, 1720, which is this is a full back in the day uh, pirate, pirate joint. Times. It's a straight up pirate <laughs> joint. So if you're a fan of like things like, and it strictly reminds you of things like Black Seas, like uh, um, Black Sails, Black Sails, yeah, from uh, Stars. I believe it was Stars or FXX. Stars, Stars. The only reason why I remember because the chick that played um, Nora was on that show. Okay. Yep, she has a boot. Um, Thanks. It's, it's not bad. I also got a uh, more from CW Flash. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I also um, one of the after parties I went to for Comic Con three years ago. I was at a Black Sales party. Cool. And I won. I, I won a um, flask. Awesome. And it was all you can drink rum that night. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Stop flexing. Talk about the <laughs> flexing hard. <laughs> um, it's cool. One um, is opened up again. Everything's written um, actually as authentic as they possibly can. Um, it's actually based on an actual real pirate. Um, it's called, her name's Anne Boleyn. Uh, she's actually the pirate oh, queen. Oh, yeah, she's, um, she's a pirate queen. She's vaguely in, she's vaguely talked about in Black Flag, the Assassin's Creed game. Yes. She's, she's not the one that dies, she's just talked about it. No. So it's based on her adventures, and she's actually looking for a small child, um, that's been, uh, on a couple of ships. Um, without spoiling it, it's, this is, again, a, this is more like a historical fiction, which I love. Yeah. Um, so those who like historical fiction, you'll love it. The art's cool. Um, the story's okay, though. The story plot is that there's a little boy that she's hunting down, and it turns out something's different about this boy without spoiling it. Yeah. Um, that's working with, uh, Annie. So, um, I like it more that Annie itself, she's the lead. 
and I think it's really awesome. Yeah. Um, she also meets Cal- uh, Calico Jack, which is actually a. Um, They're all real pirates. It's, it's a it's real pirate. Real. This is a very very real thing, and it's actually really cool how you see. Um, it's, it's it's very historical. Like yeah. I love it because it's all. There's true. even some stuff in the back, right? Yeah. That talks about all these. They actually talks about it. That's why I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't get to the like the very last. Page. I always like skip the like last page when it goes yeah. to, like next issue. Kind of only thing is a preview. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't realize it's a whole like history of Anne Bonnie in the back. Yeah. Um, but no, it's really cool. I do like that. This is actually like um, sorry, and also the person they find actually maybe her lover. That's based on real in real life. What happened? That's cool. So. The story is actually a historical piece, so if for the, and I'm a big history buff, yeah. so I love that stuff. So, they know. <laughs> um, my favorite moment about the book is um, I actually don't have a favorite moment. Just a good book. It's a good book. Like it happens. Everyone's yeah. smile. You can't pick it. It's just a good book. Cause like normally it's like a big splash page. It's a, a moment like a reveal or like a twist. It's yeah, not with, with my book. I don't have the, a big the twist that's here either. is nothing crazy. Um, but I think the story is cool. I like yeah. a cool pirate story. It's like, if you like pirate stuff, I recommend the book. I love the artwork. The story is cool. And it's historical fiction, which is really awesome. So I'm yeah. giving it a four out of five. Oh, sick. So, yeah, my best part, my favorite part of the book, again, it's the entire story. I think the yeah. story is cool. Go ahead. I thought you were going to give me like a little, take it away. No, go ahead. So I am talking about the new Boom Studios book, Wind, by James Tynan IV and Michael Dialinus. Tell me how you really feel, Hunter. If you want my real opinion, come no. to the store and talk to me. No, I'm just kidding. It's um, I, I am gonna talk a little bit with a happier tone when reviewing this book on here because I think I when I was reading it first, I was giving it like, so it, it's one of those things that it was super hyped up online and everything. So when I read it, I wasn't as excited for it. Yeah. But it is a really good book. Yeah. I love Tynan's work, but it's just not what I expected it to be. Right. Because everyone's expecting it to be like this super hype, super revealing thing because Tynan always drops like these mega bombs. Yeah. But it's a very slow world building book. So when I read it, I was expecting huge twists, huge turns, huge revelations. I was expecting like all this magnificent like craziness. Yeah. And I just get like a nice, simple modern fantasy story with one small twist that you can obviously guess really quickly. So it opens up on our titular character as he is having a nightmare and he turns into this weird like hippogriff monster thing yes and then he wakes up from a dream and um he doesn't want to talk about it with his adopted sister and then he runs down to work he works at like this weird tavern thing and i'm kind of just giving you a quick rundown because it's a lot of world building and i don't want to spoil the story but it's kind of also hard not to spoil it because, like, nothing happens. Because, again, the world building is so huge and there's so much of it. It's the actual story of the world. Yeah. So he... So, so what's going on in this world is there's a bunch of things called half-bloods. Kind of like Harry Potter stuff or, like, they're called new bloods or something. And weird bloods, I'm sorry. It's basically people who have been touched by magic that are half-human, half-magic-based. Okay. And obviously the titular character is one of them because... He's adopted by this family. He's having these weird dreams. The The mother character is... The mother character knows exactly who, who and what this character is, but isn't saying anything to anybody. And there's this whole, like, political conspiracy drama and these... Oh, it's a lot. There's a lot of world building, a lot of lore. So I really can't talk too much about it without spoiling anything. But the main character, he works his day job... He explores the town. He has a crush on the the royal gardener. The royal gardener has a thing for the prince. 
the prince wants to escape his life because it's this whole political conspiracy plot. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on that it is very hard to center on what this actual story is going to be. But what I think the story is going to be is the main character. I think it's going to come off a lot like Descender, where the main character is the MacGuffin. The main character is the Mary Sue. They are overpowered. They are the center of the entire universe. Yes. And they are, like, just trying to survive in the bad world they're in. And then there's this dude named the Bandage Man, and I don't, I don't know what the fuck his problem is, but he's he's scary. So, anyway, this book is really good, but it is a very bad, like... It's very wordy. It's it, very it, it's very slow it, for a yes. issue one. But it, it, is, it is a huge story, though. It's yes. like 40-something pages. Yes. And it's only five bucks instead of, like, eight, so yeah. it's it's pretty good. It's great for the... I think the thing you're, you're hitting on in this Bible City Review, and I, read, I, I talked about this on the live stream... I think the problem with, and I don't really do reviews in the live stream, so I think the big thing about this book is, you're right, I think it, uh, I, I agree with you, but I think it's just wordy. It's too it's, wordy. It's building. It's but not I'm, even It's not even wordy, though. It's, it's, like, it's exposition. Yeah. It's exposition. Like I said, there's too much world building yeah. for me to really go, oh, I can keep reading this. Yeah. The, I, I got too much, I'm going to be thinking about it, and it's going to bother me, and I'm not going to know what's going to happen. So I'm excited for more, but I cannot really give it a high review. Yeah. I'm going to give it like a three, because okay. it's good. Yeah. And I'm not going to shit on it. Like, it's a good book. Yeah. But there's not enough going on, but there's too much going on. Okay, so you're big. The main story is you know what's going to happen, but the world is so big that I got lost in what I was doing. They introduced eight characters in the first three pages. Okay, and I'm like, who's the main one? Obviously, it's the titular wind. But like, what's going on? What the sisters in three in in the dream sequence? The sister beats the shit out of him, and then out of the dream sequence, the sister's nice and go and she works at like the pipes or. She's like Mario. It doesn't make it, it's it's hard. It's, okay. it's a good book though. Three out of five. But if it wasn't so confusing, four out of five. Fair. <laughs> so anyway, store book. All right. So store book of the week is the sequel. Are you ready for an on oh, for the encore? Dark Knights. I wish we had like a sound plug in like right there. Just hit some death metal. <laughs> uh, Dark Knights death metal. Written by Scott Snyder and uh, drawn by Greg Capullo. This is Hell the yeah, long way to sequel. The so, boys are back. So again, we kind of go into full spoiler territory. Um, but because we're running a little bit late with this episode, we're going to skip to our highlights of the book. Because we're also going to be doing a wrap-up on this yes. event once it's all over. Yes. So, so we don't want to go too much into it because we want you to buy this book yes. because it is fucking crazy yeah. and it's really good. And it's kind of confusing Sorry if for you my don't cursing, spare. by the way. I, I feel like it gets kind of confusing passionate. if you don't pay attention. Yeah. Sorry for the cursing. So, I got pretty passionate with what I was doing. <laughs> so we'll do a quick... Uh, so we'll talk about some of the highlights. Again, um, if you've been following uh, DC's Instagram... Or Scott Snyder. Or Scott Snyder. You've seen that Wonder Woman... Uh, Hell, which is from the Themyscira, the DCU. Um, uh, Wonder Woman is building her chainsaw, which is weird. She has a chainsaw now, guys. Um, the highlights that the DC universe has been uh, corrupted by the Batman Who Laughs, who lives in Castle Bat. He's now the king. He is who, the king. He's like the Batman Who Laughs king, or the king yeah. who laughs, or something. So you have um, and there's a bunch Hellscape, of which, you have Hellscape, which is uh, you have Castle Bat, Arkham Wastelands, the Fall of Captain Adam, Megalopolis, which is like. Uh, Metropolis and Apocalypse combined. Um, and Hellscape is Nemascara. And I'm assuming Castle Bat is uh, Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place in a, a pseudo-alternate universe. We don't know everything yet. We're waiting for... Um, kind of like the guidebook to come out. To explain mm-hmm. a lot of this. Yeah. This is a very cold opening. Um, where you're thrown right into the, the, the fray of everything. You see that Wonder Woman, if you look at like uh, the page... Uh, the prison she runs... Um, the prison that she has is Riddler. You see Captain Cold in there. You see Eclipso. Joker's you see Joker in there. In there. Um, 
which is weird. There's a dinosaur Batman with eyes in its mouth. Yeah, and you meet on uh, the Council of Batmans, which are um, the king, uh, the Batman who laughs, uh, kind of like yeah, uh, personal. Harley, Doctor Arkham, Aquaman, Bathomet, Diana, Batmage, Mister Miracle, Dark Father, who's like Batman but also Doomsday, and yes. like Superman with Doomsday's arm, and then Shazam's in there. Yes, and Swamp Thing as well. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to tell if only Swamp Thing and one if only Wonder Woman can see Swamp Thing because that's like he doesn't talk about it right because these are the just this is just the Justice League that they uh, that's his personal Justice League yeah. uh, which Miracle is Harley is the um, Hunter of the Wastelands yeah Doctor Doctor Aquaman that's just there. Aquaman's yeah. Command of the Black Feet and Batfermet um, which is I think I'm assuming the Cthulhu Batman yeah he's in, like, he's in the original one yeah. Or Baphomet is the one that's next to him. It's weird how they placed it. Yeah. I've seen Diana Queen in the other world. Well, oh, Batmage is the the He's magic. Like Doctor Strange. But yeah. Batman. Mr. Miracle, Guardian of a New Apocalypse, and uh, New Apocalypse, Dark Father, which is again, I think the Batman. Yeah. And then um, uh, Superman's like doing. I think he's running the power. Cause that's yeah. I think he's like it's like elliptical. He's on. Yeah. He's on like a super elliptical. It's just, Scott Snyder's like, what if everything was crazy? And yeah. we're like, okay, they literally jump you in. Wonder Woman has a chainsaw. And, like, there's a, like I said, there's a bat dinosaur. They're just, yeah. like, going ham on this. Scott Snyder is just, like, balls-to-the-wall storytelling. There's nukes. There's, oh God, there's everything. It's so good. And, again, just remember that um, there's only now only eight Earths remain in it because Perpetua has destroyed the Earth-22 at this point. Mm-hmm. It's the fall of the multiverse. And then you have a Batman that shows up out of nowhere. And it seems like it's the Grim Knight, but it also could be actually Bruce Wayne. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know yet because it's kind of weird when there's so many Batman. They, they, they jump you in the middle of the story. Yeah, that's yeah. why the guidebook is very necessary. Yes, it's going to be. I like Plastic Man Batman though. He's here. That's funny. <laughs> you got Clayface Batman. You got Etrigan Batman. It's cool. It's really kind of weird. It's cool but weird and fun and like we know like we know from certain things that Snyder has said like certain characters will have a um, point like there's a, a one page shot of Lobo. Um, there's a thing where uh, Diana's going after a certain character, which I won't say, because I was swirling everything. They break down every crisis that's ever happened yeah, before. Batman holds up the Black Lantern ring. Yeah, because we don't and know. And summons zombie Jonah Hex and a motorcycle. And we don't know. It's e- just, oh. We just don't even know that it's really Bruce either. Yeah, well, it, it's a Batman. No, it's actually Bruce, because that's Bruce well, in the Well, we don't know if that's actually Bruce, though. Right, because we don't know if that's really yeah. Clark with the dark sides on. Yeah. Um, then they break down. Dark Multiverse versions. Yeah. I break- think it's the Grim Knight. I don't remember him dying, so I think it's the Grim Knight. Yeah, and they break down the, um, they actually break down the multiverse and what everything's been happening in the story. Mm-hmm. And there's a death of a certain major character. And then as the Batmage leaves, they explain that the there's going to be a war coming across the entire, I guess, Dark Earth multiverse. Yeah. And Earth. Blue Wally shows up. I was going to say that was a spoiler-free thing. Oh well. Yeah, but it, he's Wally. on the cover, so it's yeah. fine. he's on the cover of um, yeah. Speed Force. All right, so what is one of your biggest moments for the book? Um, and again, this was a quick highlight one because yeah. we are running late, but we also are doing a wrap up for this yeah, series. So we'll be going into. I like the uh, little the war after he uses the ring. You see yeah. all the anti bats and the dead bats fighting, and then you see, get to see Jonah Hex and the Hell Bike, and then it cuts to Lobo, which is my boy. So I think the biggest one I, as a DC historian, I love the the, the breakdown of all the crises. And oh, I, I know. I, I love that like page. Your highlight. It's yeah. a nice two page. It's a nice two page spread of every with everything. Oh, so good. And Greg Capullo just like draws everything in his. It's so office. nice. It's so oh, so I love his super prime. I'm like I may have him do that. <laughs> anyway, um, 
I think that's cool. I the one big thing about this book, um, my big one big nit, nitpick about the book is a cold opening, and I hate cold opening comics. But it, it's because it's such a event books are bad cold opens. Like with War of the Realms, this was building for seven years. We knew this was going to happen. Right. So jumping into a cold open with War of the Realms, it makes sense. But any cold, War of the Realms wasn't even a cold open. It wasn't like the, it, it wasn't world was it wasn't a cold open, but no. it wasn't. This is a cold. This is a. That, that's the coldest. That's a. That's a freezing. Welcome. Yeah, like because the cold a open. Like I don't mind cold open. Where it's like, all right, so I'll I'll, I'll go back to. When does a cold open? Yes. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Well, no. That's that's, that's a single issue. Kind of, that's a start no, of a no, series. But it's a cold open though. This yeah. is a start of a series too. Uh, a, a, a cold open for an event. I, I'll think of in recent years. Um, that I. Heroes in Crisis. No. First page. Everyone's dead. Was it the first page? Yeah, first page is everyone's yeah, dead. Yeah, everyone's... Uh, Wally's it, like, what the fuck, everyone's dead. I'm actually, the biggest cold open besides this, because um, most event books don't have that, because most of them are like, here's a build-up to the event, and then by issue three is the big thing, and then yeah. it ends, the conflict ends. So Like most storytelling. Right. So, like, um, like Civil War happens, like like the original Civil War. Yeah. The original Civil War opens up with everyone talking, the, the New Wars are doing their thing, and it's not, like, yeah. cold. Like, you understand, like, New Wars are just yeah, randomly Nitro. doing it. And then Nitro. And then that's how it's off the book. The Robin's book, I have no idea where this starts and ends. But but also, like, if you've been reading everything Scott Snyder's been doing... I shouldn't have to. makes sense. And that's my but, next. Like, you really. shouldn't have to. But like I said, once we get to, like, issue two, we'll probably explain a little bit more. Because right. after the end of this one... Where are they going from here? Like, are they going to continue from what we have now? Or is it going to be like, hey, here's 14 pages of what happened before, and then we're going to jump to right what right when Wonder Woman did that thing. Right. Right when that image is, is probably going to be like the middle of the second issue. That should be like, th- now we're back. Yeah, that shouldn't be the end of three. Like, that should, it shouldn't go from this to should have been then, the end of two. Honestly. Right. Like this they should have had like a little bit of, they, should, they could have had a cold open, yeah. and then a lot of world building, and then this. not have done that thing, and then done that thing in the end of two. Yeah. I'm like, that's the whole that's thing. Me, though. I think but that, then again, Scott Snyder has a plan. He always has plans. Right. We'll be eating our words when the wrap-up happens. Right, so hopefully Scott Snyder has a show for the wrap-up. Oh, God, I wish. Hey, we never know. I'll Hey, I'll send him some tweets and some Instagrams and yeah. some, some Facebooks and I'll find him. <laughs> he lives close. It's fine. <laughs> uh, follow him in the grocery store. Hey, Scott. I know, He's got I, come I, on our podcast. I, know I chase him down, six, throwing six, bananas six at him. <laughs> come on my podcast. Anyway. Right, Detective Chimp. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's a, a kind of mini wrap yeah. up of. Uh, I'm gonna give oh, it, you, yeah, what'd you give it? I was, I was, I'm gonna give it a five, but I'm also confused. So I'm like giving it a three because Ooh, I'm too cold. I don't like that super cold opening. I like because I don't know it's it's. I'm you know giving what, it a five. You know what? I, I'm going to compare this to, and people will hate me. This is Secret Wars. This is oh the new Secret Wars. The new Secret Wars. Yeah, I feel that. The, but at least I, I, I but we, at least with that I had. Every had, Marvel book building you, towards you that. You had book. the last days, yeah, arcs. and everything was building up to that. So even if we wanted to jump into that point, you knew the world, and it opens up going the world remain. This is the image of everything in the world yeah, remain. This only, I have no idea there when were this only happened. Two books that were building up to this. It was Justice League, kind of. Yeah. And then Last Night on Earth, kind of. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So I definitely recommend the book, but I am giving it a three. I'm only saying that now because I want to see where it's going. To go. Exactly. And we again, we will go with a deeper dive of this when we actually get to our wrap up. Yeah, which is going to be in a couple months. Yeah. Probably so. like. Three months because I forget how fast the shipping set. Uh, they're taking two months off. They said. Oh, they are. I thought they were in two months. One, two, two a month. One, two, three are coming out. No, it's one, then two, then three every month. Okay. Then there's a break with uh after three. But we'll be getting the side stories, right? No, oh, nothing at all. A full break. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And then four or five. Okay. And then all the spinoffs. Oh, spinoffs will be coming in yeah. during those times. Like some might like we may get like uh one and two. There's another spinoff. Three, we'll probably get two spinoffs during the th- that in that month. I think we're getting well, three um, issues that month. Speed Metal and the the handbook. God, it's the guidebook. Guide no, Speed Metal's towards uh after three. Oh, it's like that's uh, four or four. 
Yeah, so we'll Seth see. Snyder has like a, a, a storyboard yeah. somewhat up there. So you follow me. So, Hunter, bring us home, man. All right. Oof. Thank you guys for listening. You can head up to our website, androidscomics.com, to check out this week's previews and new releases, except for DC. Follow us on Instagram at androidscomics, the podcast Instagram at androidsamazingpodcast, and Twitter at androidscomics for up-to-date news. I recently redid the logo, so you guys can go check out that, and I'm redoing the thumbnail logo coming out uh, two weeks from now, uh, probably with our Sabrina, spoilers, our Sabrina episode uh, will be our new thumbnail debut. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. I cannot stress this enough. Please leave reviews on iTunes. Yes, please. Because if you leave more reviews and you hit the ratings button, give us some, give some sweet five stars. If, if you don't like us, give us four stars. But give <laughs> us some sweet five stars because the more reviews and ratings we get, the higher up we'll be and we can reach more people and talk more people with comic books. Get everybody into this huge community. Yes. Definitely review us if you can. If you haven't already, please. Support local comic book shops. Support us and have a nice day. See you guys this week. Woo!